The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Makes that song for me. That, but listen to that bass at the end where it goes, boom, 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 boom. Listen to that. That's what makes the song. Here it comes. Here we go. Ready? Here. That's the best bit of the song. It's well worth uh, the uh, three minutes and uh, one second to get there, though, guys. Good evening, dear listener. This is Ian Lee. This is the Late Night Alternative. I'm back. Um, Catherine, um, uh, Catherine lost her voice on Monday. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> happens to you. Well, Why can't it happen yeah, to me? It just coincidence that it happened um, the night that I was off sick. 
Yeah, but then I was in two nights when you were still off sick. Yeah, so. and your voice was like perfectly normal. And yet, when when people, we all know that when people lose, what I'm saying is, I don't think, I don't believe you'd lost your voice. Don't on care. Monday. You're not a medical professional. I'm um, um, I'm working on that. <laughs> I'm working on that. Um, Can you get struck off before you get struck on? If if you if you try and strike anywhere near my taint. <laughs> Taint is a word. You know this, right? Taint is a word, okay? Um, and I I always thought it was a comedy. I thought it was a made-up word. Yeah, because right? I thought it was about taint your... Yeah. Or your... Yeah. Um, but what we call what we call the perineum, mm. the, um, the no-man's land between um, anus and testes or... Whatever else you got. Anus and uh, vajijay. Um, th- th- that's called the perineum. That's the actual... Um, technical term for it, but in America they call it a taint, a taint, um, and let's just say a taint is on um, on on my list of no nos. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's on my list of no nos. What is it for? If you were to drill a hole in the taint, what would you find? It's a separator. It's to keep oh. your marmite out of your butter. Oh, gosh! Seven minutes in. And um, we You really should know are. this is a medical man. Yeah, well, I say, I, I've, I've not covered the whole body yet. <laughs> uh, um, well. We are um, streaming the show on, on YouTube tonight, just trying it, but, but people are complaining that the sound isn't um, up to scratch. Oh, well. Put the radio on. <laughs> I know, but then it's... Uh, I, I just... I, I tell you what, I, I, I don't... I, you know, I... Um, I Oh God, I don't care. <laughs> you know, I really, I just, I just don't care. Um, so, so, some are saying that the sound isn't great, and some are saying the sound is okay. And I, I'm just trying something different. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and give me money, so, so I don't, no, so I don't have to come in and do this anymore because I've just lost, um, Just lost everything. <laughs> I don't. I just can't. So what I'm saying is tonight, right? If you're watching on YouTube, right? So I, I bought. Um, I, I've had some disappointing purchases from eBay, right? I bought because I'm into my Bruce exploitation, my Bruce Lee ripoff movies, mm-hmm. and because now I'm I'm living alone, and I'm I'm living in a place where I don't want to put any pictures on the wall because that might indicate some form of permanency, and I don't wish don't don't wish to be there. I want to be out of there by September when my uh, my contract runs out because uh, I I can I can see me um, swinging from the rafters there, not in the fun way. Um, but so I've bought some posters for when I when I finally um, get a, a, a country house to myself, and that was my elbow. Can't recreate it though. No, strange, so, that, isn't it? Um, so I bought a, a, a movie poster. Of a, a movie called Bruce Lee, The Man, The Myth. Bruce Lee's not in it. Bruce Lai is in it. And I bought this poster, like 50 quid. It's like 24 inches by 41 inches, whatever. And it, it came, <clears throat> and it was it was in a, a, a sealed tube for ages. I didn't even take it out because I knew what it looked like. And then I went to the framing shop. I thought, I'm going to get a really nice frame for this. I'm going to get a custom frame. And this frame, frame is like 140 quid. So it's going to be gla- beautiful. But we opened it, and as we opened it, I, I, I realised it was a reproduction poster. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't an original poster. Uh, it was a repro, and I thought, I'm not spending 140 quid on a frame for a repro. Um, so I then bought an original poster, 
of a diff- for a different movie, um, Exit the Dragon, Enter the Tiger, If I Die, Find Out Why. Um, that's what Bruce Lee says to Bruce Lai. And, um, and that's going to go in the frame now. But then I thought, well, I've, I've got this repro poster. That's, it's still a nice poster. Mm-hmm. It's just not worth 150 quid to get framed. So I'm going to buy a cheap frame for it. Mm-hmm. So I went on and I got a frame from Germany, of all places. Who would have thought, um, who'd have thought Germany would be the home of cheap frames? And it was like 20 quid or something, right, for um, whatever the measurements were. twenty. It's like 27 inches by 41 inches. I thought, beautiful, right? And I got, got as I do with all my stuff, I got it delivered here. And um, I came here and I, and I went downstairs and saw Dan on security. Any packages for me? He said, yeah, yeah, I got this. And I saw this this box from Germany. I thought, oh, that that that's not that's not big enough to be the frame that I've I've ordered. But but maybe it's an maybe it's like a self assembly frame with like foldable plastic or something. So I opened it up. Yeah. I opened it up, and, and this this is what I got. This is it. Wait, and what what? That's just slightly bigger than A four. What I had done. Guys, what I had done, it's, it's, it's Stonehenge. It's Stonehenge all over again. I completely ballsed it up. And um, I've, got, I've done it in centimetres. Because uh, they're Germans. Yeah. Well, no. no. They don't use inches. Um, well, yeah. I mean, the numbers were the same. It was the, it was, um, the old centimetres... And um, not the um, inches. So, so basically, I've now had to go and buy nuts. So this, this, all this for a crappy repro. It's turned into a very expensive it's scenario. Not, it's not about the frame. No, it's not about the crappy repro. No, it's about where it's going to go. It's about having a plan. Oh, it's going to go it's about goals. Mate. Seriously, but I'm going to have um, like a. Um, What's the word? Like a shag palace. Oh, my God. Speaking of um, romance, <gasps> what was that wonderful What was that wonderful romantic show we were watching before we came on to? That was wonderful. Survival of the fittest. Hey. Yeah. I've got a question. I've got a question. I've got a question for the ladies at home listening to this and watching this. Um, here's my question as a, as a 44-year-old man. Why now do all your bikinis and shorts go right up your ass? They go right up there. When I, because here's the thing, when I was, I, for me, um, and I'm not, listen, I'm not in any way telling young women how to dress. I would never do that. I think the way you dress is disgusting, but I would never tell you how to, I wouldn't do that. But surely the bikini should cover the, um, the um, uh, it should cover the um, T- taint. Crack. It should co- certainly cover the taint. Should, the taint should certainly be. It should cover the crack, the anus, and and a portion of the buttocks. But but the, these young ladies on this what's it called again? Survival of the fittest. These young ladies on this survival of the fittest. It's hoit, It's a wedgie. In in when I was a kid, that was um, you could get suspended. We well, could get suspended by a wedgie, <laughs> but you could get suspended from school for doing that to someone. When I did gymnastics, yep. that would get you minus points. Um, a stray buttock. I'd, have these have these young people not heard of yeast infections? Wow, have they not? I mean, I'm, I I just I just think 
You're on there to impress young men and fall in love, right? Um, less is more. Less is more. Yeah. Less is more, is what I'm, is what I'm going to say. Well, that's what they're thinking, is less material. No, more is less. What do I mean? No, less... Show more less. is more. More is more. Just, just put just, more on. Just put a pair of trousers and a top on. Seriously, you're on telly. You know that, don't you? Um, so oh three four four. There's your, there's your first video. Thanks. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us um, a call, you're more than welcome to. We're just gonna have an amble. Um, here's a question for you. Go on. Spell Mrs. Oh. Oh, oh, I've got you. No, you haven't. Spell Mrs. Uh, it's M. Yep. R-S. Right, OK, Full fine. Stop. Or. No, 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 because, right, here's the thing, because we was, it was in the car park with my um, boy, and we, he was reading at the school car park, he was reading the signs, and there was, he said, he said, I know how you spell Mr. It's M-R. And I said, well, yeah, that's that's one way, or, or you can spell it M-I-S-T-E-R. Yes. And then he said, what does that say? I said, that says Mrs. Smith. He said, oh, so you spell Mrs. MRS. I said, yeah. He said, how else do you spell it? I went, well, oh, yeah, um, I don't know how to spell Mrs. I can spell Mr. I can spell Master. I don't know how to spell Mrs. It's Missus. No, M-I-S-S-U-S. Yes, yeah. No, that's... You know why it's MRS? Because it's Mr. with an S. No, it's an abbreviation of Mistress. Right, well, but it's not, but Mrs. is... Messers. No, what? That you're talking about the miss? That's me, missus. That's me, missus. M i s s u s. That's not missus though. If you were, okay, so you're going to write a letter, okay? Yeah. And I want you to write a letter to um, Mr. Steed. G- but I want you to spell it, Mister, properly. Why? He will think, why are you writing me? Why are you writing me a letter, and not emailing me? Because I'd like you to. Okay. And Mr. Steed, and um, um, Mrs. 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 Taint. <laughs> Oh, taint what you do. It's the way that you do it. Taint what you do. You don't go near there. That's Banana Rama and Fun Boy 3. No fun with those boys. Um, taint what you do. It's the way that you do it. We all know this. Um, although I can imagine blowing on a taint. Oh, for God's sake. So, but okay, so start this letter. Start this letter. Read, read back the letter. Am I to writing me. all the taint stuff? No, <laughs> we've stopped. So spell Mr. 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 Steed and Mrs. Taint. Spell it. Mister, spell it. All right, hang on. Let me get pay, let me get a, let me get a new document up. Yeah. Do I put the address in the corner, or are we is that? You know, you don't actually have What's to. What's today's date? You don't actually have to write a letter. Well, you I've said write it right. Just, just dear who? Mister um, Steed and Mrs Taint. <laughs> Mrs. How are you spelling Mister? And do you know what? What. Neither of them have got the little dash line underneath, so Mrs. is right. It's not. It you is. do not spell Mrs. M-I-S-S-U-S. You don't. Yes, you do. You do not. You simply do not. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I've missed you. Um, I'll get stuff. Have some adverts. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. So if you want to watch the show tonight, we're just trying something different. If you go to uh, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, 
Um, and there's a live video there. The uh, You can chat there as well if you want. The chat, I think... The, the, my problem with Perry, Scope, is um, that the chat is quite toxic. There are some quite nasty people out there. And it upsets some people. And it annoy, it doesn't annoy me, but it, I, I don't think it's great. Whereas if, if we do it on the YouTube channel, um, I can see the chat. Matthew, um, who kind of um, is moderator, can see the chat and, and will boot anyone out who's being malicious or nasty. Apparently the picture um, is better quality. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. We're just going to try... I'm just going to try a few different things. You wait, guys. I've I've ordered um, a gadget off of um, a crowdfunding site that will allow me to use. Bless you. Oh, let me no. tickle your taint. <laughs> That's outrageous. No, I've dumped some. I've dumped. You can't that. dump it from my memory. No. Sadly. Um, but I've got this, this gadget that hopefully I'll get in April, unless they're, like, <laughs> just complete bullshitters, that it will allow us to stream to YouTube or Periscope mm. from my digital camera yes. my, yeah, and your digital camera, and we can use two, and I can just press a button and it will flip between the two cameras. HD quality. This is what this is what the $650 I've paid to these gentlemen is apparently gonna gonna buy me, so that's um... okay. When's that supposed to happen? When do we start getting Eight, worried? April something. The first. Nice. Um. So oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. We've we've spoken about a lot so far tonight. Um, taint. Uh, we've spoken about um, uh, misses. We've spoken about survival of the fittest. Survival of the thickest, yeah. am I right? Survival of the gobbiest. Uh, I'm here all week. Hey, speaking of which, um, yesterday... Um, OK, yesterday I went to somewhere I've never been before, OK? Because I, I, I went out yesterday and I went to, like, Richmond, Richmond area, OK? Mm. And as I was driving back... I'm trying to get some joy into my sad, miserable, pathetic, painful existence and trying to do spontaneous things. And I drove past Kew Gardens and I thought, oh, ain't that been there before? They've got banana trees. I didn't see that. So I went, I went to Kew, I parked up, I went to Kew Gardens. It's freezing cold. I I thought, I'll have a little look around Kew Gardens. 20 quid to get in. Oof. (laughs) Just under 20 quid. And I'm, and I'm walking around, and obviously um, it's winter, so there's not really a lot to see there. It's quite, it's quite barren. Um, so I was walking around a bit, couldn't quite get my bearings, and um, then I went into, like, the orangery, which is like a big greenhouse. Yeah. And it was just a bit hot. And, um, and then I saw um, these, like, buggies... The, the, and it was you could pay five pounds and just get driven around. Here we go. I thought, mate, this I'm in. Now this is fun. So I paid five pounds and I got on this buggy, and was was driven around with Ooh. some other people. What happened there? I had a little twinge. Look at that. That's probably death. And um, um, basically, right. And I don't I don't want to knock all of the hard work that the employees of Q obviously put in but it was like 
all of the worst bits of every school trip I'd been on in the 70s, and I went on a few in the 70s, it was, I mean, it was really, I don't want to be rude, but it was half dull. Oh. It was really dull. And everything was so far away from each other. And the food was nice. I went and had um, beef stew. Okay. Gift shop? A little gift shop, but... Um, you didn't get yourself a rainbow rubber. No, I didn't. I didn't. And i tell you why not. Because uh, um, my... Uh, and I'm going to use it. I'm going to use the C word here. Oh, God. My celebrity is is is, is wearing out pretty darn quickly. Right. Okay? But in the gift shop, there were loads of school kids. And there was just as I walked in, there was a little... There was a little murmur, and I thought, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. I'm getting out spotted. of here. I've been spotted. Um, and um, so, I left, so I was there for about an hour, but it was half boring. I mean... I, are, you, are you into gardens? You're not? No, 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 no. So... I don't like gardens or queues, but um, it was. I was very disappointed, because I must have driven past that... I don't know, six, seven times in my life. Yeah. And it's famous. Mm. It's really famous. Yeah. But I'm not sure what it's famous for. And the guy giving the tour, you know, he was really putting his all into it. But a lot of the, the attractions, the pagoda had scaffolding around it. Um, something else had scaffolding around it. The river was low low tide. It really... Um, well... It wasn't I, great. To be honest, I think, as you know, it's a summer day trip. Yeah. It's not a winter thing. Haven't they got like a really smelly plant that smells of like a corpse if you go on the right sure, day? But it's not? like one day a year. Why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, I'd quite like to see it, but I wouldn't go in the winter. I think that was your mistake. They should, well, if that's true, that they, they, have, a, the if they have a, a, a plant that smells like a corpse, then they should say that when you hand over the money. Here's your map and here's your... By the way... Smelly plant day is the the plant that smells like a corpse. It's oh, it's just over there. Yeah, I right. really recommend you go and have a good old longful. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, it, it's honest. It was like and and for, I'm 44. Okay, it was like being in 1979. It was it was a lot of concrete. There was a lot of brown. I don't mean heroin. There was a lot of. It was just. It was. It was the seventies. And I'm. I'm stood in there. It was. If they'd have marketed it as um, a nineteen seventy nine time capsule, ah. then it'd be like, oh yeah, okay, wicked. But it wasn't. It was marketed as um, as a garden, and um, Mr. Trick, haven't they? I um, yeah. I was disappointed by it. If I'm honest. Okay. Well. But it's one off the bucket list, isn't it? Not even to put on the bucket list. I didn't have one off what? <laughs> I didn't have um, that. Um, it's always weird coming back after having um, a few days away. Because uh, I've lost. I've got no mojo. Okay. I've got no mojo. I tell you what. I tell you what would what I, what I'd what I'd I'd like. Um, I heard. I heard, um, on the way in, I heard someone on the radio playing the bongos. And I like the bongos. Was it Shovel? No, no, no. It was It was on... Um, um, uh, hello, hello. What's that programme? Hmm. Yeah. What's the, the programme? Hello. I'm afraid I can't open the door. What's that programme? Jules Holland? No, not Jules Holland. Ladies and gentlemen. She's a Tom Jones. Uh, uh, hello. Okay, dear. What is this? 
What's that programme, The Goons? Oh, God! It was, it was someone playing the bongos on The Goons, but, like, in a really rubbish 1950s way. Yeah. And I thought, I wonder... This is my thought, and I don't know if it's... I've not checked, right? I thought, I wonder if there's, like... Because um, I did get into the bongos a few years ago, and I found an album, I think, called Bongo Frenzy or something. It's brilliant. Wow. But I thought, I wonder if there's, like, bongo versions of The Beatles. So I've just, I've just typed in Bongo Beatles. Let's see if anything comes up. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, this is um okay, here we go. Here we go. Yes, there is. This is it. Right, this is a guy at home. Okay. Oh, this is gonna be excellent. He's playing along to a CD. So the music is 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 on a CD. The bongos are live. That was weird, wasn't it? Hmm. All right. Here's another one. This is by the Bongo Man. This is the bongo, the actual the bongo man. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, he's not the bongo man. <laughs> he's not taking this seriously. No. I don't think he's taking that. That's hubris right there. That's not a bongo, man. What's this? This is called Coco Bongo, the Beatles' initial. What does initial mean? The start. Okay, fine. This is, I mean... Oh, the start of it. I don't know. I don't like the look of Coco Bongo. Is it is it like somewhere in Vegas, Coco Bongo? The Bongo Project, Meet the Beatles. What is this? What is, is this? It's in Cancun. There we go. This is going to be good. This is going to be good. I'm just seeing a face I can't forget the time or place where we just met. Paul Simon? What is this? Here we go. All right, here we go. Seen a face, I can't forget the time or place where. Okay, let, 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 let's let's. Who'd have thought that this would be a thing? Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome, um, backed by the bongos, it's Mr. Paul Simon singing the hits of the Beatles. Take it away, Paul. I've just seen a face, I can't forget the time or place where we just met. She's just the girl for me, and I want all the world to see we've met.
the band isn't there. It's just the bongo player, but he's nodding to the band members as though they were There's no one else there. It's just him playing bongos. I'm fascinated by what the right hand's doing. Yep. He's holding the bongos um, very close to his taint. Two minutes left. Of the He's thing. exhausted. Look at him. He's completely out. Of yeah, that, that's um, John P- John Pizzarelli. That was good. That he's good. I enjoyed that. So it turns out that there is bongo. There are bongo um, bongo Beatles. There we go. Did you see? Like on one point, he was like circling with one hand and bashing yep. with the other. Yep, yep, yep. That's There's, a very dexterous uh, man. I um, what was the um, what was the, there was the, there was this album. What was the album? Um, I oh, listen to this, mate. Listen to this is song. Listen to this song. Bongo Fever. This um, song is called Bongo Fever, taken from the album Jack Costanza at the Garden of Crikey. Wowzers. Does he, uh... Yes, it doesn't really pick up that. So it's um, as, uh, as good as it gets. Evening, Andre! Hi, night. Yeah, good. I, I've got to turn, yeah, I've got to turn a few things off here. I've got my lap here, I've got my radio on everything, yeah? Yes, great. Let's turn a bit of yep. coming down. Yep. Yeah, missed you in for the last couple of nights, I'd like to say, first. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Rufus is all right, bit... Bit facetious, but not too bad. Okay. Wow. Uh, I've never heard the show. I, like, I sort of spoke a bit about my garden, had a quick clash song, and well, I didn't. I didn't listen to yeah, the but show. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed okay. it. Well, that's that's great. That's great news, Andre. Yeah, Mrs. MRS. Right. More is more, yeah. which is better. Yes. More the best. Hello. And uh, hello. Yes. Yeah. As the subject, uh, that's a few subjects. I'd just like to. Put right, yeah. yeah that's all okay, that's, sorted. that's great. Not, yeah. not, not got a clue. Good evening, Alan. Evening, Mark. Yep. Good to have you back. Yep. And I was listening to what Andre was saying. More is more, and less is less. Right. What are you talking about? The survival of the fittest. Oh, right. More is more, and less is less. Yeah. Who's Les? No, less. Who's Les? Les Ross. What? Former breakfast. Thanks for calling. Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Evening, Ian. Good evening, Jonathan. At last, a sensible voice on the show. Um, when you first uh, signed for talk radio, yes. how long was your contract for? Two years. And was there any uh, option for an extension? Um, well, it has been. Well, it, I've I've just signed a new contract. 
So you're definitely going to be presenting the show from March onwards. Yep. 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 Oh, thank God. Oh. Oh, thank God. That's the best news I've heard all day. Tell, tell me, tell me why. Tell me, sweet little, why? You what? Why? Because I I feared uh, your replacement. Oh, never, never fear. Never fear. No, I'm I'm here for um, at least another fifteen months, probably another oh. two years. Oh, thank God, that is brilliant. Well, I'm I'm glad to to bring good tidings of comfort and joy. Here we go. Oh three, that's a good dispatch of those uh, quite quickly. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. If you're waiting for the question, if you're waiting for the uh, the uh, thing on on which we hang the show, there is no such question. There is no point to it. None of this matters. You are welcome to give us a call about absolutely anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. You'll speak to Sam. He will uh, take your name and number and call you back. Literally, everyone gets on. We uh, we've very very low standards uh, here on um, this show, and I just well, you know whenever I've had a few days off, it's just hard to kind of you know just get the old uh, get the old motor running, so to speak. So I'm feeling a little bit flaccid, um, <clears throat> Catherine. Firm. Yeah, we go. You see, there we go. How were the last few days? All right. I don't really care. I can't listen. Here's the weird thing. I can't listen to my sl- my show, my slot, um, when I'm away. I can't I can't listen because I get jealous hearing you with another guy. Oh my. I listened to a little bit of when Tommy filled in, but I not much. Um just because I'm you know, I genuinely I love this job and um I just feel jealous when someone else someone else is 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 doing it it's just a weird a weird thing so i find myself well what was i doing yesterday i was watching the joe McHale show on um netflix and i was trolling some foreign kids on playstation i was doing that today um but i find myself listening to inferior stations um and inferior broadcasters and um listen to some absolute does that not make you itchy as well though <clears throat> no it makes me comfortable it makes me comfortable um listening to stuff that isn't as good as this i, I mean this isn't particularly great tonight guys if, if you're first night listening oh so you know they can't all be gold but um no it just listening to the safe boring old Let's slag off Jeremy Corbyn. Let's slag off Muslims. Let's let's support Donald Trump wanting to give guns to teach. You know, you see, Donald Trump has come out and said he never said he wanted to give guns to teachers, apart from the bit where he said give guns. All right, here's the thing, right? Back at your school, which teacher of yours would you... And we'll tread carefully, because this is obviously linked to an horrific scenario... But, um, which teacher of yours would you like to have seen? Not one. Tooled up? None of them? Not one. I'm trying to think. I mean, the obvious choice would have been um, the PE teacher. Not the games teacher, because he was overweight, but the PE teacher. Although there were rumours, Brian Webb claimed he, he caught him masturbating in a shower. So, I don't know 
if I'd want someone who had such little self-control to... Well, you went in the shower. Well, I know. Um, I just... Uh, they had to... Um, he, him, he was going out with another teacher. It was a sort, actually. And um, he had a poster in his, in his room in the gym block mm. that was of two... A naked couple showering... Shower with a friend, it saves water. But you could, it was like a sex picture. Yeah, I mean, that's a bit cheeky fun if you're not working with children. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I guess, I guess the PE teacher would, would have been the best. Um, you wouldn't want the physics teacher because he was, um, he was a, he was a, a live wire. No, and my biology teacher used to have fits. Really? Mm. Oh, you couldn't, you used couldn't... to, not kind of, um, you know, on the floor, he would just space out. Well, um, Andrew uh, Andrew Bowden threw a chair at the physics teacher, and then the joke was, "You got to put this in in context of of the time. What was Andrew? Ba- so imagine it's nineteen eighty six, right? Hey, what was? Um, do you know what Andrew Bowden's favourite TV show is? Beat the teacher. That's actually quite good. It's it's not bad, is it? It's not bad. It's not bad for a school for a playground joke. It's not bad. <laughs> Even now, even One now, one the dads made that up and sent it back in. Thirty-two years later, that's still. Oh, that's, that's a that's a great line. That is. Um, if you've ever, um... and also there was always teachers. I used to get sent out for talking. Yeah, but only by teachers who couldn't control the class, and they knew I was the only one who'd go out and not tell them to f off. Oh. Don't arm those people. They no. pick off the weakest. No, I mean, it is, and I know it's, you know, again, we're not making light of what happened because no. that's just absolutely horrific. Um, uh, but it did just get me, it did just get me thinking. I mean, <laughs> let's, arm, let's arm the teachers. And now Trump's saying, well, no, what I meant was we'll arm like 20% of the teachers. Okay, so a kid, <laughs> a kid who goes in with a shotgun is just going to take out the teachers first, just on the off chance. Right, but no, but the kids wouldn't know which teachers had exactly. the guns. But then, but then what if the teacher went nuts? It's just, it's just guns in schools. No, 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 no. But it did get me thinking, well, who would, who would, who would, you know, would be appropriate? I suppose, well, the geography... Notice how I'm not saying their names, guys. The geography teacher. But then he um, he got married to a sixth former. Married? She, well, she left the sixth form, but they were definitely doing it when he was in the sixth form. Oh, wow. And then he got married to her. She still call him sir. Mm. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The radio show where the owls... And not what they seem. Do you or have you ever watched Twin Peaks? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. We could be dreaming and meeting each other in our dreams. On Talk Radio. 0344 is the phone number. You can watch the show by going to youtube.com slash rabbit hole. My name is Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Yes. Uh, don't forget, of course, you can listen on DAB. You can download the um, Talk Radio app. Or you can go to talkradio.co.uk. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Greetings, Monsieur. Greetings, Mademoiselle. <laughs> Mademoiselle, yes. Um, uh, what have I called? I have called to ask. Um, yes. I, I'm a podcast person, yes. as you may remember or not. Um, uh, mental health. Um, I'm. I have had this question for a while. Yes. Um, how does one support someone who is? going through a hard time? It's an excellent question, and it's um, a question that I don't think 
is asked often enough, and uh, you know, whenever anyone's ill, the focus is is mainly on the person who is ill, and which is is, is the right way about it. But quite often, those um, people, uh, uh, you know, the family and loved ones and colleagues and children, you know, all of that, uh, um, are excluded, and. Um, the, the answer is, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I've given it quite a lot of thought. And I try and think, well, what would I like, uh, you know, when I'm at my lowest ebb? And it kind of, mm. it varies and it changes. But the, 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 the most straightforward thing I think you can do is ask them. Okay. Ask them what would, you know, say, look, I, I, I want to help. I don't know what to do. Um, what, 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 what? What can I do? What can I do? Mm. And and it might simply be um, leaving them alone. Mm-hmm. Quite often I want to be on my own. It might just be sitting at the end of the bed. It might be bringing them a cup of tea every couple of hours. It might be um, getting a blanket and putting it over them. It might be, it might be for some people in certain stages, it might be gently encouraging them to come with you and take the dog for a walk around the garden. You know, it, 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 it will be, uh, there is an infinite number of correct answers to it. Can Catherine I, Boyle. Can I make a practical suggestion? Yes. I found, um, as someone who, um, you know, is having to learn or has had to learn about you know, how to um, live alongside people who have problems. I found Matt Haig's book really helpful. It's called Reasons to Stay Alive. It's primarily aimed at people who are going through it, but I think also it really helps you understand what it's like to be on the other side of it and also those suggestions that Ian was talking about are there. And it's just Uh. about kind of learning to read the signs, but also making sure that you look after yourself as well. What's, What's going on with you, Paul? What's happening? Uh, nothing, nothing significant, but um, it's strange. As you, as you were talking, I suddenly remembered um, a colleague of mine, well, former colleague of mine, yeah. who committed suicide yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. some years ago. Um, and I'll never forget that last conversation. Well, it was, it was barely a conversation. I, I passed her, and um, she wasn't, she wasn't there anymore. And, you know, I, I looked at her, smiled, said hello, and then she was gone. And yeah. then the, the next day, she was gone. And um, I will never forget, because, I mean, I, can, I could see that something was clearly wrong. Yeah. And I, I didn't ask, are you okay? Um, and how does that make you feel that you didn't ask? Well, I mean, it's it's something that I remember that I can now act upon positively. Yeah. Good. If I see something that really worries me, I do ask. Good. Whereas I didn't before. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Um, you're a good man. Is this Paul Filbert? This is correct. There we yeah. go. The, 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 uh, I, the, you know, I, I, don't, I don't remember people or recognise people, but I recognised your voice. Obviously, I recognised your first name, Paul, as well. Um, I recognise your voice. Whereabouts in the world are you at the moment? I'm in Leeds, but moving to Glasgow quite soon. Now, hang on, weren't you in Malaysia? I was. Paul is. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to get this wrong, but I'm going to say it. Paul is a conductor. No. For he's not. He's a drummer no. for no. Slipknot. Paul is a, a per- flautist. No. Paul is a per- bongo player. No. Hey. Paul, Paul plays the bongos for the uh, Malaysian uh, orchestra. You're a percussionist, aren't you? Um, well, I'm a timpanist. Timpanist. To be, to be, to be oh, about it. Yeah. The biggest bongos you can get. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> have you got bongo fever? Always. Mate, uh, uh, to, have, you got, um, have you got something there you can play? <laughs> uh, what a dumb question. Yeah, I bet but, you can play the table. Yeah, well, I bet you can. Well, yeah, I was going to say. Can, um, you, can you play the table? The table? Go on. Um, Go on. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, boxes are better. Go on, well, play, 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 play something. Um, hold on. I'm trying to find something, because we're, because we're moving, there are lots of boxes everywhere, but... Um, there's nothing that's empty. I'll probably break something if I... Unbelievable, Paul. This Listen. is like asking a comedian or, to tell you a joke. Or, no, it's not. Or, it, 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 no, it's not. There's a great difference between, between telling a nuanced gag and banging out a rhythm on a box, right? <laughs> this, this fella, for, he's been phoning me for about 12 years, and in his pictures, it's always him with, like, some drumsticks or with some... Rubbish! Or with some, like, bongos, or with a... a, 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 a you might even be holding a timpani in one of them, right? What? But timpani. But, um, but it, now I've called him out, he's, he's crumbled. His, his story is, is paper thin. Mm. It's a Rizzler paper, and I've just lit my finger and pushed it all the way through. This guy's not a percussionist. He's a bullshitter. <laughs> That's what this guy is. That's what this guy. This is what he's just looking. The orchestra's loud. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he was work. He was. He wasn't working with the Malaysian orchestra. He was in prison. Wow. He was in a Malaysian prison for lies <laughs> and fraud. For lies. <laughs> for rhythm fraud. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how, so how's how's life going then? If you're moving all over the shop, good. Uh, yeah, no, great. I'm I'm moving to a glorious orchestra up in uh, based in Glasgow. Beautiful. Yeah, I love Glasgow. I love Glasgow. It's, I think it's it's a great place, and um, it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, and, and so you want to be there, like playing the drums, the big bongos. Yeah, yeah. Oh, can we Starting get in the middle of April? Can we get free tickets? Um, in, probably, including flights. Thanks probably, but not Ooh. from me. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, it's uh, how long have you been back over here? Um, I left Malaysia twenty thirteen. And, and what year did you get here? <laughs> 2015. He was walking. Well, uh, to be honest, um, from from the 15th of February uh, 2012 yes. until I started my job here, yes, um, I travelled quarter of a, about quarter of a million air miles, just going everywhere. Oh. Okay. I was Asia, UK, South America. Europe, all over the place. This sounds like um, the start to Dancing in the Street by Mick Jagger and David <laughs> Bowie. <laughs> South America! <laughs> <laughs> well, Paul, it's it's great to have British percussionists coming oh. back to Britain where they belong. Well, I'm, I'm moving to Scotland now. Yeah, but Scotland's still Britain, mate. Don't just, I just want to flag that up. Scotland is still Britain. For new. Hey! At the moment, exactly, at the moment. Paul, I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> all right. He's gone. Oh, I liked him. Um, I liked him better than um, you. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced by that guy. Good evening, Jasmine. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, we've spoken before. <laughs> Do you remember me? Yeah, let me think. Are you, are you the young lady from uh, Switzerland? Yes. There we go. You see, I do remember. Um, I do remember that. Yes, and how lovely to be speaking to you again. What's your favourite bongo? Um, I don't know. Okay, okay. High or low, I mean, it's a decision. <laughs> well, what have you called in for, Jasmine? Uh, 
Um, I'm phoning in about my 24-hour project starting next Monday. Your 24-hour project starting next Monday. Tell us more. It sounds it sounds fascinating. Um, yeah, it's a bit crazy. Um, the thing is that I plan for myself and wear noise-canceling headphones. So once you hear anything for 24 hours. Hang on. So you're gonna what? You're gonna go deaf for 24 hours? Is that what she said? Yeah, um, blindfold and headphones. Oh, blindfold and headphones. Yes. Um, well, right, stay there, because we're, th- that was a lot more interesting than I was expecting, and we're coming up to a break now. <laughs> she always does this. Yeah. <laughs> Have we spoken to her before? Yeah, she's the one who cheated death. OK. It's blindfolded and headphoned for 24 hours. We must find out why. What we, um, do you know what? I'm tempted to not even ask that question. I'm tempted <laughs> just to ignore that. Uh, Jasmine, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. Gatford will come to you as well. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. If you want to watch the show tonight, we're doing something a little bit different. If you go to youtube.com slash rabbit hole, you'll see a little live video icon. If you click on that, you can come and watch the show and you can join in the clean, uh, family-friendly chat. Uh, she is Catherine Boyle. I am Ian Lee. This is The Late Night Alternative, only here on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. When I was your age, I was just like you And just look at me now, I'm sure you do But your grandfather was just as bad And you should have heard him trash his dad Life's no picnic, that's a given My mom's mom died when my mom was seven My mom's father was a tragic guy But he was so distant that nobody knows why Now your mother's family you know them Each and every one a gem Each and every one a gem When I was your age I was a mess On a bad day I still am I guess I think I know what you're going through Everything changes but nothing is new And I know that I'm miserable Can't you see I just want you to be just like me Boys grow up to be grown men And then men change back into boys again You're starting up and I'm winding down Ain't it big enough for us both in this town Say it's big enough for us both in this town I was your age, I thought I hated my dad And that the feeling was a mutual one that we had We fought each other day and night I was always wrong and he was always right But he had the power, he needed to win His life half over, mine about to begin I'm not sure about that edible stuff But when we were together it was always rough Hate is a strong word on a backtrack The bigger the front The bigger the back The bigger the front The bigger the back 
you and me are me and you and it's a different ball game though not brand new I don't know what all this fighting is for we're having us a teenage middle age war I don't want to die and you want to live it takes a little better take whole lot again never really ends though we trace his run this thing between a father and a son. Maybe it's power, push and shove Maybe it's hate, probably it's love Maybe it's hate, probably it's love Tell you what, that um, Loudon Wainwright is a very, very clever gentleman. He really um, gets the um, the frailty and the the um, the um, what's the word? I'm trying to find the word. Um, um, he really gets just how miserable life is. <laughs> he does. He really does. But after that, I think we need something a little bit more upbeat. So um, bring on the bongos. We have some African bongos to uh, guide us through the rest of the show. Late Night Alternative with myself, Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle is here. You can listen to us on DAB by downloading the app or by going online to talkradio.co.uk. You can watch the show. And tonight we're doing something slightly different. If you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rabbit hole, there'll be a little live feature thing there. And if you click on that, you can um, you can come in and you can chat with other people and it's nice and um, it's, you know, it's all fun. 0344 499 is the phone number. Gatford, stay there. We'll come to you shortly. But before the break, we were speaking to Jasmine in Switzerland. Now, Jasmine, let me get this right. You are going to be blindfolded and... Um, Headphoned for 24 hours. Yes. Um, you're not now, are you? No. Okay. Absolutely not. No. Okay. And can I? And so you won't be able to hear or see anything. That's the. That's 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 it. Is it? Uh, yeah. That's kind of the thing. Yeah. Kind of the thing. Okay. And can I? I'm going to ask the question. We did uh, discuss whether we would ask this or not. But I'm going to ask it. Why? Uh, so the question is why? The question is the question is why? Yeah. Um, yes, the thing is that I'm about to become a spiritual teacher. Yes. And for that I have to study a lot and I also do some mental experience. Um, experiments to get some real experience of the thing. Catherine, do you want to have a go? So you're going to become a teacher? For whom? Um, yes, kind of. Of what kind of people? Mm, I don't know yet. I okay. mean, I just do this spiritual thing. A spiritual ah, teacher, right. Yes. Okay, right, okay. Okay, fruitcakes, right. So, you're going to become a spiritual teacher. So, um, what, yes. how, how is this 24 hours? Is it, are you doing it with someone or are you doing it on your own? Um, all alone. Right. But it's going to make sense. Yes. <laughs> what, are you, what if you need to go to pee-pee? Um, I will find my way. You hope you will find <laughs> your way. Um, w- w- will you will you make sandwiches and a flask of hot drink? 
before and just have it in front of you? That's cheating. No, it's not cheating. Yes, it is. No, she, as long as she's blindfolded and um, headphone for 24 hours, no. I would make sandwiches and a flask and I'd, I'd sit at the table and I'd have them right in front of me at the table. No. Those sandwiches would be gone within the first 15 minutes. Of course I would. No, the experience, surely, <laughs> to get the full and I'd sensory just, like, experience. And i just and crap wherever, like a rabbit. Uh, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes, does he do that? No, like I that, that other one, is... that one that used to lock himself in the... Oh, Howard, the other Howard Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, OK. The bonkers one. Uh, well, again, it doesn't... <laughs> you, now you've opened that, that conversation again. Um, so you're you're going to pee and poop ev- anywhere you want? No, she never said that. Yes, she did. <laughs> Jasmine? <laughs> yes? I think the experience you're having in Ian's imagination is quite different from the one you're planning. Can we Can we watch? No. <laughs> Can, can you stream it on you on Periscope or YouTube? Um, I'm not sure because I'm blind. No, are you act- right? <laughs> hang on a minute. Are you actually blind? Um, no, I was blind for myself. Right, for you. So you won't. So you will be blind for the thing, but you're not actually blind. Well, then you. Well, then you could do it. If you. Well, even, even, she won't know if she's in shock. Even blind people can do it. That be that would be funny though, man. She wouldn't know if she was in shot or not. That would be, f- and she's like, she's like, um, talking. She's talking, and she's like buttering the remote control, <laughs> and she's eating like a catalogue and stuff. But isn't the whole point supposed to be about isolation so that you can reach some kind of internal nirvana? Well, who who cares? It'd be it'd be funny. Okay, it'd be funny seeing that seeing the Swiss girl just just you defecating know. on herself. Is- <laughs> yeah, defecating on herself. I would find that funny. So weird. <laughs> I would, I would find that funny. Um, okay, well, this is great. Um, um, the, you say the purpose, so it, it's to reach a spiritual high. Um, yes, it's all about that. Okay. Have you been in one of those um, salty baths? Um, no. Do you know what I mean by a salty bath? Um, not really. <laughs> it's a bath, and it's all salty. It's not, they're not called salty uh, baths. What are they called, Kath? They're called salination tanks. Separation booths. <coughs> those, yeah, no, those, those floaty tanks. Yeah, what are they called, though? They're called um, segregation, not segregation. Salination. No, but it's not called that. It's called salination. sensory deprivation. That's not what they're called. They're called deprivation tanks. No, they're not. Of course no one would get in them. Doesn't call, sound nice. Have you? Why don't you go into a deprivation tank? It's where you go into flotation. A, flotation. It's where you go into a tank full of salty water. Don't ask me how the salt gets there, but just watch the person who comes out um, and see how tired they look. Um, oh, so you God. go in and you close. You close the door and you float, and it's completely pitch dark. And if you want, you can put headphones on and you float there, Catherine. You can't. Yes, you can. How can you how can you have headphones on when you're floating in water? You're going to zap your brains out. No, it's silencers, mufflers. All right, well that's my headphones. Carry on. No, well hang on a minute. They're headphones. Yeah, noise deadening headphones. No, yeah, no, yeah. they're not. No. Yes, no. they are. No. Well, yes, they are. No. Hang on a second. I've got um, uh, uh, an acoustics wizard on the line. Gatford. Yes. Th- those th- they're headphones, aren't they? Yes. The noise can. All right, mate. Calm down. It, no ear defenders. No, ear defenders are for a building site. Noise cancelling headphones are headphones. Yeah, and Hang they're going to... Gatford, go on. Yeah, when you go an MRI machine. All right, mate, calm down. Oh, he knows it all, doesn't he? Yeah. 
no, I hate know-it-alls like him with their nine toes. Dirty, dirty pervert. We don't know. You might have eight now. Probably. It's been a while. Yeah, exactly. People like him shouldn't have any toes because he doesn't know how to respect the toe. Um, well, Jasmine, um, I-, I wish you the best of luck, and I genuinely, I say this with the, from the bottom of my heart, I really hope you don't die. Don't. No, I think I don't, no. Okay. No, no. Well, no, and so what are you going to do? Are you going to meditate? Are you going to hum? Are you allowed to hum to yourself? Because if you hum, even if you've got cotton wool in your ears, you'll hear the vibrations deep within you. Mm, yes, yes. Okay. I, I don't think you've. I don't think you've thought this through. <laughs> I, I've got a feeling you don't really know what you've let yourself in for. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's a bit of a thing. Yes, but um, uh, the thing is that I, hmm? I don't know what to do all day long. So I know what I'd be uh, doing if do I was. <laughs> How old are you, Jasmine? I'm sorry, one. Okay, right. Well, no, still I, don't. I know exactly what I'd be doing. If I was sensory deprived with with headphones and blindfold on, I know exactly what I'd be doing for twenty four hours. Wow. Um, well, Jasmine, maybe we could. Well, we can't speak on Monday. Can't. Well, maybe we could speak on Monday. Well, she couldn't hear you. Well, not that it would make much difference. So she'd just be going. I am twelve hours into it. I'm going mad. <laughs> He's doing your voice, Jasmine. I'm going mad with this now. I know. I want, I want to kill you. Gosh. That's where it will go. She's not thought it through, but you certainly have. Yep. Oh, oh what's that? Um, well, if we can't speak on Monday, could we speak on Tuesday? Mm, yes, I think so. All right, Jasmine. Well, I wish you, uh, you know, seriously now, I wish you the very, very best of luck. And I hope you have a great, <laughs> I hope you have a great time. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Absolutely batshit crazy, that girl. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Wow. I mean, God. What a fruitcake. Dig. That is the that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I'd probably manage about ten minutes. Reports are coming in of um, a young lady going crazy in Switzerland. Uh, Wowzers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, someone on Twitter has said, but how will she know when 24 hours is up? And I'm reminded of a very, very funny... I think it's Kids in the Hall. It's not Mr. Show. I think it's Kids in the Hall sketch. Catherine's been made a moderator of the YouTube. I've got a blue spanner and I'm not afraid to wield it. Um, It's it's this very, very funny sketch, right? Where this guy, he's got a dog. He's got a little puppy. And um, his boss comes, or his friend comes round, and and he says, what have you got a dog for? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to teach him tricks. That's that's like a poodle. You can't teach that dog tricks oh yeah you reckon well you just give me 24 hours and i will have taught this dog a trick (laughs) all right man okay i'll be back in 24 hours so he then spends he then um tries to teach this dog how to beg and to to roll over and the dog just sat there looking at him he's getting really frustrated he's going come on man i've got 24 hours jeez okay Uh, oh i'm good he goes he goes to get a drink 
And when he's not looking, the dog puts the clock back an hour. <laughs> and he comes back and goes, right, come on, we've got 24 hours to do this. And he go, it goes on, it goes on for hours and hours, and it goes out for a pee, and the dog puts the clock back to the start, and a guy comes in and goes, right, we've We've got 24 hours. Let's get a trick. And, he's, he, and it goes on for ages, and he has a big beard, and he loses his job, and it's, it's, uh, it's, it, it, it fizzles out, as a lot of the kids in the hall sketches do, but they're very funny because of it. Good evening, Gatford. Evening, boss. Is it um, Switzerland where the cuckoo clocks are made? Um, I believe they're made in all parts of the world. But she was... China, primarily. Ah, uh, probably, yeah. Yes, yeah, she was China. She was definitely China. Hey, um, who remembers uh, Cynthia Rothrock? China O'Brien. Oh. Do you, um, remember, you don't remember China O'Brien? No. Oh, mate. 80s, straight-to-video, hot karate woman, Cynthia Ooh. Rothrock as China O'Brien. That, I was reading about China O'Brien over the weekend. Yeah, 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 good. She's due a comeback. Cynthia Rothrock. What's she, what's she up to now? Um, I think she's still making crappy karate films. I think. Think. I think, yeah. Think. Um, and also, you mentioned earlier that you watched the Joel McHale show. Yes. What did you think of it? I thought it was hit and miss. Um, right. I mean, it, basically, it's the soup, but not called the soup. And I'm, I, of course, used to present the British version of the soup. I enjoyed the South African bit, which I showed to Catherine. Yeah. Um, about children. Um, I thought it was patchy, but I thought the good bits were really good and the, yep. the lame bits were really lame. I think it's the soup with swearing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 basically. And, and he's enjoying the fact that he can swear now, mm. so, which all people... Well, I never do. watched his soup, because I was too busy hosting my soup. Didn't your soup come after his soup? Weren't you, weren't you after soup? Uh, soup? Was it? Well, it did come after, but when I went out to... Um, I went out to um, La La Land, Los Angeles, and I got taken around the soup offices and, uh, oh, yeah. and around... Um, what was it? E. The E Channel. You did what, sorry? The E Channel. That's oh, what okay. it was called, wasn't it? Yep. And I got taken around there and um, I narrowly missed meeting Joel McHale, but I got to see a cutout of him. Um, those, were, those were crazy heady days of me being yeah. um, employment. The good old days, eh? What do you, what do you want, boy? Uh, it's cold out, isn't it? Um, thanks very much for calling. He's, he's right. Um, good evening, Kyle. Evening, evening, Catherine. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, two things. Uh, I had a recommendation of something on Netflix, but also I had something about bongos, which, as a gamer, you might appreciate, Ian. OK, let's, let's, let's go with the Netflix thing first, because I'm looking for recommendations. <laughs> OK, the Netflix. Sorry, my coffee's still here. Um, the Netflix is a programme called The Good Place with Ted Danson. Have you seen it or heard of it? Yeah, we told you about it, Kyle. Mate, we told... We, oh, I missed this. Sorry. We told... He calls himself a fan. Oh, my God. We told everyone about this before I went to Australia. That was in November. I mean, we virtually imported it. Although it's got oh. to be said, I've found the last three or four episodes really, really boring. Mm. It's like, when, since they started releasing them one episode a week, I've just stopped laughing. There's no jokes in it anymore. It's all stories. It's dull. Is there any... Have we only got one left? I don't care. I don't really. Don't I need care. to see it, but it's our principle, really. It's 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 the last yeah. Since it became one episode a week, it has been boring. Oh, well, I feel like I've let you both down now. Slightly. Yes, you have, Carl. Mostly yourself. So this this next one, a yeah. better be blooming good, mate. Well, it's uh, it's a weird thing. It was uh, I was into uh, Donkey Kong. I was into Donkey Kong at the time. Yes. And Donkey Kong Country. I'm sure you played the game. 
Um, but the uh, oh, was it on the GameCube they released a version of Donkey Kong that you played with bongos. Oh yeah, do- yes, yeah, Donkey Bongo or something. Yes, I did. Yeah, they did. And that was it. Well, my my ex was totally into that, and to the point where Dad used to like come in and say, "All oh, right, stop making loads of noise." And she'd sit there bongoing away for hours on end. Do you know? What? I've never played that game. I tell you, the game I did have on the Dreamcast. It was a great old game, and it's worth a fortune now if you if I'd still had it. And it sold hardly any copies. Samba de Amigo, and basically you had uh, maracas, and you had to okay. copy. You had to copy the maracas. It was such a good. It was such a good uh, thing, and um, I think it, that's the where I heard the Scar version of Take on Me was was on there. It's was, it was a great game. Really getting into um, crappy old games, um, and I just downloaded Virtua Fighter on the Xbox. Three ninety nine, gonna be destroying my kids at that, and um, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting into my old uh, my old crappy games, loving it. I'm loving it. But the thing is, yeah. now this is tra- this is perhaps a deeper question because sometimes you get you do this, don't you? Yes. But like I play the games that I played when I was that age. Yeah. So does that mean that I've never really because I played uh, what's the one Fallout? Is it called? Yeah. Yeah. With my mate, and he's obviously a lot younger than me, but it, I was just like, I've no interest, and then instantly put Metropolis Street Racer on, and yep. I was like, no, this is what we need to play. Yeah, yeah, it's Arrested Development, that's what that's called. You've not grown up. Oh, that would explain quite a lot of things, actually, wouldn't it? I think it would do, Carl. Thank you very much indeed. 03444991000 is the phone number. For the first time this evening, we have a, a clear and empty uh, switchboard. Um, it's an all right show tonight. It'll do. It'll, it'll do. I just, you know, having a few days off sick, um, just, it's always hard coming back and then coming back for the last two days of the week and it's, you know. Hey, we're going to um, to Bath on Sunday. I think there's like three tickets left if people want Gosh. to come to the, the Rondo Theatre in Bath. It's a really nice venue. I did a show there a couple of years ago. Really, really nice venue. Um, and it's me and Catherine, and we will be doing the rabbit hole show, and um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We need to talk about what we're going to do with the rabbit hole show, whether we're going to carry on after... We've got we've got Brighton in March. Yeah. And then we've got London in April. Oh, I, just, I just wonder... Let's see if the love comes back. Hey, we didn't put one out this week, did we? I've got well, to give you the memory card. Yeah, I'm supposed to go out tonight, stroke tomorrow morning. But okay. I can put it out tomorrow. Yeah. Or over the weekend. No put one minds. The, put, no one cares. No one listens. People do. People do listen. People people um, like it. But um, I just wonder... I just, I just wonder, you know, what is my why? We need to next level it. Or I just level it. What is my why? I don't, maybe it's... I don't know... I don't know what we're trying to achieve with it now. Mm. Feels like, um, feels like we've feels like we've we've done it. Feels like we've to me it feels like we've done it. But mm. I enjoy going out and doing shows and meeting people. Um, I mean, and that was part of the point, wasn't it? Is to get out of London and do something where mm. we were um, actually front facing. Um, yeah, I and just... we do meet loads of nice people. Oh God, we do. We do. We, you know, and only occasionally a knobhead. We haven't met a knobhead since the ages. last one we did in London, have we? We're due one. Well, there were there were two knobheads there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was there were two there. 
Um, oh, I don't know. I, maybe it's as good. I don't know. Maybe, Let's see. Maybe it's as um, good enough as uh, as it is. I don't know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, there's not really a lot in any of the papers today. I missed the Brits. Did you watch the Brits? No, I was working. I was busy. I wasn't. Stormzy's in the house. I thought he was absolutely brilliant. Stormzy. Stormzy's in the house. Stormzy. Stormzy's in the house. Stormzy's in the house, but it's raining. How does that work? Uh, was it rain? I didn't watch. I didn't watch. Oh, it. he did this amazing. Oh, it was great. And he called out. He called out Theresa May. Oh, I heard. Told her to sort Grenfell out. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he also told the Daily Mail to suck his um. His dick. No, he didn't say it. He just said, suck my... But what was the word before that rhymed with it? Because he would have done a rhyme like, um, I'm all out of luck, I could do with a... It was definitely like stick or... Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was definitely... That's where it was going. Daily Mail is losing stock. Come on now and suck no, my... No, was it? No, it was definitely stick, pick, not lick. Um, uh, um, I'm sick of all this meanness. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Mail, lick my. Um, That's the second verse. Um, Same as the first. A little bit louder and a little bit worse. Um, look at the time I need a tinkle. Daily Mail, suck my winkle. Gosh. Um, you do realise they're going to be quoting you on this now, saying it's you. Yeah, well, the Daily Mail could suck my winkle if they want. I've got no problem with that. <laughs> Not full say. Sucks a suck, isn't it? You dirty get. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <clears throat> Deary me. Uh, Mal says, uh, Mal has, has, has texted us, and that, Mal, Mal has somehow snuck through the system because I, I don't know how you text us, and I don't give out the text number. And Mal you don't has, respect the text? I don't respect the text. The Daily Mail is is falling to bits, but they can come and suck my tit. Ian, <laughs> says Mal, I first encountered a flotation tank on a skiing holiday. Wow, imagine flo- doing it downhill. And with skis on? In Austria about 25 years ago and again in Belfast a few years later. The water temperature is equal to that of the body. So it's body temperature. Oh. Not water temperature. And buoyant. Yeah, I know that. That. I've um, I've um, floated in the Dead Sea. Yeah, yeah, I have actually. I have, I have. Is it good? Um, no, because it's really rocky to get there, and I cut my feet on the rocks, and because it's salt, it just stings like. Oh, it was awful. Mm. I've I've walked on water on the Sea of Galilee, where Jesus walked on water. I've actually walked on water, and the way well the way they do it now. I don't. I'm not saying this is how Jesus did it, but you can rent like a little underwater platform. That's just like just like underwater, like a little bit. You can't see it from the surface, and you get a boat out there, and then you walk on it for photo ops. Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I think that's a bit. It's amazing. Well, I tell you what's even weirder then. All right, and because that was that's a bit of harmless fun, um, but you can rent a cross. No, shut up. This is not even a joke, right? And I saw people doing it. Ah. Uh. I know where you're going. You can rent a cross and you can walk the route yeah. that Jesus walked yeah. to be crucified. Stations of the cross. And it's um, it was all really loud, 
crying Americans. They were crying. We, they filmed me doing it and then Channel 4 cut it out. It's emotional. They do it um, during Holy Week in, in Seville. They'll do. Oh, because yeah, Jesus was crucified in Seville, was he, yeah? No. No, no, this is, in, they... this is in Jerusalem. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But whatever. Yeah. Um, but they'll do it every year, yeah. same people. Yeah. And they'll do it with no shoes. Well, they're not real Christians. They should be doing it in, proper. Real, in Mount Sinai. Okay. Uh, no, they're proper. And they cut, like, they cut their feet and it's like, it's awful. No, they're not proper Christians. Yeah. Because they need to do it in the place where Jesus was actually crucified like I did. Uh, and I was wearing a suit. Um, the water temperature is equal to that of the body and buoyant. In effect, you are weightless and eventually cannot feel the difference between you and the water. I, I would. It is totally dark, but it seems you can stare into infinity. Oh, mate, come, come on. Come on. And it can be totally silent, or you can have some relaxing music played. Well, this is the music that I would have played. I'd be having this. Re-entering the outside world, even after an hour, I did actually see the noise, brightness and pace of life. Totally different. Go try it, Ian! I'm, I'm busy then, I'm afraid. 0344 499 1000. This is The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. <clears throat> Let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. Ah, uh, Cass, Ian. Danny, Danny, Danny. I won't ask how you are. I'm watching. I know you're both. You're both tickety-boo. That's good. There we go. Lovely. <laughs> it's brilliant to see so many people watching you on YouTube and Cass is a, a moderator on this. I better behave myself. Yeah, I'm going to just randomly start culling. You can give people a timeout or you can block them completely. On our one, we've blocked about 300 people in a year. It's ridiculous. Oh, and Dominic Diamond did that walking with a cross thing, didn't he? Did you see the documentary about it? No, I didn't see the documentary Ooh, about it. He went, he's Catholic, he went full Catholic uh, craziness, I think he is. Yeah. And then he did the one where they actually get, he agreed to do the one where you actually get nailed to the cross through your palms. And he backed out at the last minute. Oh, well, so right, so so he <laughs> he disagreed and didn't do the thing where he got nailed through the What cross. he did was he let God down. Yes. Yeah, he, he panicked at the last moment and he, then ran away to Canada. He let the producers down, that's uh, that's for sure. Um, Talking about your um, flotation tanks, Joe Rogan's always on about them, and he does mushrooms while he's in it, and I don't mean with a frying pan, no, I mean the ones that send you a bit crazy in the head. I, I, now, I don't really know who Joe Rogan is. I know the name. Who is He's like an American pod. Caster, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, one of the most popular podcasters in the world. He's been doing it. For Maybe we need now. to do some mushrooms in a flotation tank then and become popular. I don't oh, think so. I'd do fried mushrooms, have a fry up in a flotation tank. Now Hang on a minute, you just. You can't. No, you can't. No. no, no, no. You can't say he does mushrooms and then say, not not ones in a fry up. And then the next time mushrooms are mentioned, and we're obviously talking about um, psilocybin and hallucinogenics, you yeah. can't then go, yeah, I'd do them in a frying pan because you've, 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 you've diffused that joke already. Oh, I'm just, I'm just pointing out that I do like fried mushrooms. No, but, no, but that, you can't, you, but you're not allowed to point that out after you have totally taken the wind out of that joke. Original, you can't do, he can't do that, no, Gav. he's done it, he's tried. He can't do that. I'm an amateur, Ian, and who, you're the pro. Who are you? you? Just, just tell me, you're, you're, on the, you're watching on the YouTube. Who are you I on am. the YouTube? Yes. Which what? Who, what? Hello? Yes. Who are you on the YouTube? Um, I will type in what is okay. my 
Why? Okay. There you go. That's me. We're just waiting for it. Right. Oh, okay. dearie me. Okay, mate. Okay. Time out. Have a time out. You deserve that, buddy. Have a little think Thank about you. what you've done there. Have a little think about that. I'm going to start asking people's ages and putting them on for the minutes of their, you know, like you do with kids. You can't. You can't diffuse a joke and then do the joke. No. Can't. Evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I believe your social worker has been in touch and has apologised. Yeah, he's apologised. It's all sorted, but it's been sorted. Has it all been sorted? It's in the process of. There you go. Well, that's that's um, good. And pe- people were having a go. I, I blocked some people because I've got a very low Twitter threshold now. And pe- some people had a go at me for tweeting, um, including a regular contributor to the show. For um, had a go at me for tweeting your plight and saying, "Well, that's not fair because that's going to put pressure on people, and it means other people who've been waiting longer will will get." So what? So no, no, it doesn't. This needs to be sorted out. It's not my mistake. It's... No, it's exactly it's their mistake. So I blocked this block. I just because I've got I've got a real low. I've not been on Twitter for a week, and I've really enjoyed not being on Twitter. I noticed. I thought it was a problem. No, I blocked it. I, I, I've just not... I've deleted it from my phone. And um, so I blocked him, and then I got a long email. I've always been a supporter of yours, and I was very disappointed to find out that you blocked me. Oh. Well, I, I will continue to listen, but with a little less enthusiastic. Mate, you got blocked, and just deal with it. Also, that's not going to help. You just deal with it. <laughs> For goodness sakes. I, 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 this is this is right. This is my this is my um, uh, kingdom, and if, if if someone says I don't like on Twitter, do you know what? I'm just going to block because I couldn't give it. I couldn't give a shit what you guys think. And then people that come crawling to me thinking yeah. that I'm going to use my magical influence on Ian, I'm going to block it. Yep. Your lady touch. Oh. Oh. <laughs> By the way, taint. You're sounding brilliant again t- t- today, Jerry. I've got a cold. Well, I, li- I like it. Keep it. It's working it's for you. It's cold. working. Who's the best? Who's the best comedian telling religion jokes? Do you think? Who's the be- best comedian? Best comedian telling religion jokes. To tell what? Jokes? Religion jokes. Oh, Dave Allen, I suppose. Yeah. Dave Allen was a genius. Did you ever meet the guy? Well, well, no, because he was really old, and I'm quite young. That's we might have. When? When did Dave Allen die? I'm going to say 2001. I'm not sure. Oh, Catherine's going to Google it because yep. I'm pretty good at this kind of stuff. I'm going to say 2001. Let's have a look uh, at that. Oh, no, 2005. Oh, I was Ooh. close, though! I was close. Um, yeah, Dave Allen, I He suppose. was funny, wasn't he? Well, yeah. I don't, I don't know. He's a storyteller. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a storyteller. I was just thinking that. Yeah, my story must be told. In Germany, I'm Johan. In England, I am John. I just don't feel the show's really um, reached maximum velocity this evening, Jerry. Who are we blaming? Ian, Co- Ian Collins, because I was listening to him for the last few nights and he's crap. I'm giving up on him. Yeah, good, it's boring. Boring. Well, I cut up off my chair last night, that's why I said goodbye. Did you actually? I thought you were doing yeah. a joke. No, yeah, I, oh. I got excited on the chorus and spun round. <laughs> and I just out of the chair. Oh, Jerry. Well, it was pretty worthy, so I got up straight away. Oh, man. So, Jimmy, oh, yeah, it was still totally genuine, that was. Oh, I thought you were doing a joke. No, it was uh, good, I loved it. I feel a bit guilty about it, but part of me wishes you'd filmed it. No, I've got, I've got an interesting film. Have you? Because we myself doing karaoke. Yes. I asleep. 
I got my screw in the care room down for 20 minutes till somebody answered me. It's a long film. What are you saying to me, boy? I've got evidence of them not answering anybody being, anybody being in the corridors. You're starting to get a little bit mumbly. It's starting to become a little bit one note, which I imagine is what your karaoke sounds like as well. I'm a good singer. Yeah, he is. I, I bet, is he balls? Sing us one. Go on then, sing us one. Can you take another call and come back to me? No, no, I'm not taking... Don't direct the show. Do sing us a, a good singer is a good singer is a good singer. Sing yeah, us a song, boy. Make yourself comfortable. Got a dead leg. You don't hear Tony Bennett complaining about a dead leg. That's because you're dead. Tony Bennett's not dead. Right, I'm cutting I'm you off. Mr. I'm cutting him off. I'm not having that. Ay, 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 ay. 0344 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, it turns out on YouTube, I can, I can um, time out Catherine. I've only, ti- <laughs> I've only timed you out from the chat because you, you became a mod and you got a little bit carried away. So just for those 300 seconds, have a little think about what you've done and why you've done it. When okay? I go back in... People are going to know. I can, it's my YouTube channel. I can block... You're going to be the first to know. I can boot you out of it. <laughs> oh, Sarah, you're very brave. I can still see it. <laughs> and Camzab. 0344 499 is the telephone taking names. Number. Let's go to Matt. Good evening, Matt. With, with all of these chat rooms, it's almost like school never ends. You get in trouble, <laughs> you get put in the corner and time out. You Ex- have to think about it. Exactly. You have to write your name on the blackboard. It's good for people to have a little think about what they've. Hey, I t- oh God, Matt! I t- you just reminded me because you're in America. You, uh, but, but, so yeah. I was. I, I had my youngest for a, for a couple of hours before I had to pick up the eldest from school, and yeah. um, I really didn't want to go out. So we just stayed and we 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 finished the Toy Story three Xbox game, which is great. And then he said, oh, can we watch something? Can, uh, can we watch Horrid Henry? And I went, oh, I, don't, I don't really want to watch Horrid Henry. Let's find something decent on Netflix, which is a task in itself. So we watched um, an episode of a programme called Pompidou with Matt Lucas, which my kid absolutely loved. Very, very funny. And then, oh, and they've just put it on Netflix. You'll get this, Kath. Yeah. He wanted to watch the, the Peanuts movie. <laughs> The dullest. I, and I said, we went to the pictures to see that, and it was boring. He said, I don't remember it. I said, dude, you it was wouldn't. boring. And I was trying to think, is there any other... Oh, it's a really dull film, and they, he watched it, and it, it wound me up. Is there any other story, TV series, franchise that has three recognisable titles? Because it's Charlie Brown... Snoopy. Snoopy, or it's Peanuts. Mm-hmm. You say either of those things... No one really knows what it's called. I mean, it's Peanuts is what it's called, but no, but no one really knows. And you say any of those three things, and people go, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is there, Matt, is there anything else that's got three distinct titles? No, that, that goes against every single branding yeah. and marketing rule as it is. I mean, when you think of all the other famous cartoon stuff, too, it's Garfield. That's it. There's Garfield, and yep. that's it. Yep. That's I mean, the first one that comes to mind. Dennis the Menace, same exact thing. I can't think of any that have all three. And and each of those three, whether you say Charlie Brown, you could even add a fourth. You could say Lucy. I think in, in many cases, if you're talking in the cartoon sense, 
That could almost be one of them. You, yeah, well, I don't know if I... Possibly. I don't know if, if, if oh, someone were to say, hey, do you fancy watching Lucy? Uh, no, I, no, I think of I Love Lucy uh, if someone said true. Lucy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But you're right, it's, it, 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 the three kind of vague titles. You're right, it's, that's not branding. And, I mean, because I know that the, the, the Snoopy has a different... Um, uh, uh, in America, it's treated differently. Over here, I thought it was boring. But uh, you guys love it. It still runs in papers every single day, even wow. after Charles Schultz's death 20-something yeah. years later. Yeah. It still a, runs. It's a strange old thing. Anyway, Matt, what you got for us tonight? For sure. Hey, uh, quick question. I am flying over to London on Monday and spending the month in the U.K. Uh-oh. I know. Uh, don't 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 customs. Don't put a bad word in for me. I'd appreciate that. No, but, don't, don't you worry. No, um, I appreciate that. Um, I was looking at the website. You guys were talking about uh, rabbit hole tapings, and I know you guys are going to be in Brighton on the tenth. Yep. Are you going to be opening up any additional tickets or anything like that? Because I will take the train ride down and 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 check out the show live if you guys end up doing that. Um, well, do you know what? It's sold out, but I'm sure we could squeeze one in. Oh, that would be awesome. We can squeeze one in, Matt, but you have to, you will be part of the show. I, I think, uh, you know what? I'd be happy to take one for the team. Wow. In, in the name of content, I'd be more than happy to I do. don't know if that means the same thing in America as it means over here, but he said it. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a legally hey. binding contract. Whatever I have to do, whatever I have to do, I'm completely fine with that. You got to do what you got to do, Matt. We will. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we'll, we'll be able to squeeze you in. Just remind me on the day or near the day or something, and we'll, yeah, you, we'll, I'll put your name on the door. Oh, I appreciate that. I'll, I'm sure I'll be calling up when I'm over there anyway, right. so we'll we'll get that figured out. And I'll nice one, Matt. That. I look forward to shaking your hand. I'm looking forward to meeting you guys. I'll uh, talk to you guys next week when I'm in town. Nice one, man. Thank you very much indeed. Right, we have to move that gig and not tell him, because that guy's a stalker. That guy is going to murder us. That is uh, Mark Chapman all over again. And I'm John Lennon. And uh, you're Yoko, so you'll be okay. But he's gonna he's gonna shoot me. I'll be quids in. Hey, God, we gotta. Okay, guys, the Brighton gig is is moving, but no one must tell Matt to when or to where it'll be mo- moving to Hove. Um, and at the same, it'll be the same, same time. time but where though? Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. If you want to watch the show, we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're on uh, my YouTube channel. Do go and subscribe. YouTube.com slash rabbit hole. We've got more. We've got more viewers right now than Limmy has got, which is is a first for me, guys. It is an absolute first for me. We've got two hundred. He's got one hundred eighty six. Wowzers! Um, and we're the bit. I tell you why it's nice on on YouTube because we can. Um, the chat is a little bit friendlier. Matthew is moderating the chat, and me and Kath are as well. Um, and Periscope tends to get a little bit mean, but we will still we will still do Periscope. I tell you why because it's we we get lots of nice random people like those um, oh those wonderful ladies from California emailed me yesterday because they heard I was poorly. Oh. just saying I heard you were poorly and just hope you get well soon. It was nice, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and we do get lots of nice randoms like the guys from Egypt and and things like that just discovering us, which we won't get with the YouTube channel. But we'll, we'll, you oh know. well. Well, no, but I like that. I like the fact that we get random people and we get people from around the world and we get, you know, we get new listeners from it. We won't get new listeners from doing it on YouTube. Um, But we're just going to play around. We'll do some Facebook stuff and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, Doctor's Bungle. Good news, you're not fatally ill. The bad news, you've spent all your savings. Aye. A woman given five years to live blew... <laughs> blew her savings before being told doctors had made a mistake. <gasps> Jackie Dibb, 62, faces a penniless future after frittering away thousands of pounds on holidays and gifts for her family. Doctors, or docs, said she had a deadly form of dementia and she and husband Rob, 61, should enjoy the remainder of her life. But a year later, medics realised she actually had anxiety and depression. By then, flippin' it! The couple had emptied their pensions of £10,000. They spent £4,000 on a wet room. Oh. I don't like wet rooms. Well... I don't like wet rooms. £1,500 on a holiday. <laughs> and £700 for a double-door American fridge. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Um, yeah, you've only got a few years to live, so I suggest you enjoy yourself. Let's go and buy a fridge. Let's get some white goods. Yeah, let's get one of those ones where you can get the the um like the ice in like the front of the door and all that. I had one of those big American fridges. They're they're great. I know, but once one bit goes, you've had it, haven't you? Yeah, my, it's like yeah, buying yeah. one of them TV DVDs. Yeah. Rob said, "We spent shed loads adapting the home, going on trips, you name it. Fridges, yeah. People advised me to just give her whatever she wanted while she could still enjoy it." But she never even had dementia, the ungrateful cow. Jackie first went to a doctor after her behaviour started to become erratic. A CT scan at Hull Royal Infirmary led to neurologists diagnosing frontal temporal dementia. But 345 days later, a PET scan revealed she did not have the illness. The couple who live in the city have since received an apology. Rob. It's not brilliant. funny, really. It's quite bad. Rob, who retired early to look after Jackie... Oh, man. ..is furious that his wife is going to stay alive. He said, We were handed a death sentence. They said she had five to seven years left. Well, that's quite a long time. In the apology letter, there are 24 excuses, but not a reason why this happened. But if I sue the NHS, that might be another incubator not on a ward and a kid who wouldn't have a fighting chance. Well, no, you just get chucked out of, of court. You're not, you, go, you said my wife was going to die in five to seven years' time and we bought a really expensive American fridge. And not just as expensive, it really sucks electricity out of the wall. I'm going to sue you guys. Yeah, but your wife's not going to die. I know, but the fridge, man! Do you know what King Solomon would do? Do you remember that what that thing he did with the baby? Yes, he, he chopped it in half he and he gave one to... half to one mum and one half to the no, other mum. He threatened to and the real so mum says, no, you can it. just have the baby. So what they should do is, OK, yeah, you're right. We'll kill your wife. Yeah, 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 he should do. Well, we're going to... King Solomon should offer to cut the sh freezer... In half. In half or the wife. And whichever one he chooses means he's the mum of the baby. Is that right? Um, um, who who wrote the Bible's like the Bible is is like 
I don't want to say bullshit. No. But it's... Some of it is... Um, uh, some of it is... Um, kind of, uh, what do you call it? The parables. Uh, they're stories to try and sort of show you the way. But 2000... Like, so, if 2000 years ago to this very day, Jesus was 18. Imagine teenage Jesus. Just because yeah. he wasn't... He was only, um, like, um, miraculous for, like, the, the, the real end of his life. He wasn't, like, a miraculous child. He was. He didn't do miracles, and that's what miraculous means. Well, he, was, he came from... He was um, miraculous in that he wasn't a pain. His conception was, was a miracle, but he didn't do any miracles. I've, I've got this right, haven't I, um, my loyal Christian... Um, we'll talk about Billy Graham in a bit as well. I think my mum went to see Billy Graham. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, Billy Graham. OK, right. Uh, Billy, uh, thoughts on the gays? OK. Um, Billy, uh, thoughts on um, race? OK. Billy Graham's son. Um, so, um, what was I talking about? Bible. Yeah. So, I've got, I think I've got this right. He didn't do miracles until, like, it was literally, like, the last 18 months. It was after he went into the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. Um, but it was like eighteen. The last eighteen months of his life, he's like you know, you put cripples and wine and oh, all that. He hit all that a sweet stuff. spot. He did. Uh, um, but up until then, he was um, fishing. Well, no. Well, yeah. But he was. He was just struggling with identification. He didn't really know who he was. Actually, this is a case for a lot of kids who don't know their dad. He dads. wasn't fishing, was he? He worked for his dad. He was a carpenter. He was a carpenter, but he would have gone fishing as well. Probably would have oh, fishing at the told weekend. Told him how to do it, didn't he? Would have gone fishing at the weekend. Who's your Jesus? My Jesus. Oh, that fella, um, uh, Robert... Um, yeah, Robert. Thingy. Yeah, Robert Powell. Robert Powell. Robert Powell is my Jesus. He's a Salford lad, I know. Is he? Mm. He's good, I liked him. Wouldn't have worked in that accent, though, would it? No, he, he, Robert Powell is... is he, they say your Jesus is the one that you kind of grew, grew up with, and so so we, we, can, we can date me, but I would say Tom Baker, I would say Roger Moore, and I'd say Robert Powell. Yeah, Robert Powell, although the Jim Caviezel one... It's hot. But you're not supposed to think that way of the Lord and Saviour. Um, I suppose not. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you uh, want to give us a call. We're just talking nonsense. And it is that kind of, um, you know, uh, another hour of this to go. I just can't really. Right, they can still hear you. I know. I just, I just, I just lost the will to live. I thought, God, another hour of this. OK, fine, we can do it. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You're listening to The Late Night Alternative with me, Ian Lee, her, Catherine Boyle on Talk Radio. You can listen on DAB. You can download the app, dear listener, or, of course, you can go to talkradio.co.uk. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Let's go to uh, Morgan. Good evening, Morgan. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 fella. What you got for us? Oh, just, just like a little one. So we're talking about religion here. Yeah. Anyone, anyone ever thought Jesus was an illusionist? Um, yeah. It's because everything he's done, magicians have practically done. Well, okay. Um, for example? Um, right, dynamo, walking on water. Yeah. I don't know the names of magicians, but I've seen it on like YouTube and okay. stuff. Which magician have you seen healing the lame? But then that's just a story. Well, I got it. Right. Well, you can't. <laughs> but well, so is it. So is the walking on water part only a story? You can't pick and choose the the miracles that you want to um, uh, uh, attribute to magicians. Of course, but then at the same time. The stuff that we've recently seen has been documented on film, whereas well, it hasn't been documented in the Bible. Well, no, I don't. I don't believe that Jesus did any of the things that in the Bible. But you're the one that phoned in and said Jesus was yeah, a magician, and magicians today have done everything that he's done. And yet, the, the first example I throw, you go, "Oh no, yeah, no, but he didn't do that." I'm, I'm not gonna lie, to you, I didn't know he did that. I'll be honest. You didn't know that he healed. You didn't know that Jesus healed the lame. Is the lame a cripple? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, it's just the wording used. Well, that's the wording from the Bible. He heals the lame. Well, yeah, but then how could you not know what lame means? Because it's cool. Because up there. Because I'm I'm 16 years old. Can't you use the word <laughs> cripple? <laughs> That's weird. No, but they, but they, they, the, the only reason I let the word cripple go is because they use it in the Bible. They say cripples. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, and we, the lepers. Yeah, um, but so okay. So, which magician have you seen um, feeding the five thousand with three loaves and two fishes? I haven't seen anyone do that, but I've seen a bunch of magicians change things into other alternative things. I oh, like rabbits. You see, you, like rabbits, or, you, or yeah, rabbits when I say that. Or you see, like, Brian's got talent when that person from literally doing something to his fingers pulled a dove out of his hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus never did that. I would, you, it could be argued that magicians are better than Jesus. Or it could be argued magicians are Jesus. Ooh. It could do. I tell you what, you know, I, I mean. Uh, I, I don't. I, I know some people take the the Bible as as, as literal 
documentation of what happened. Uh, you know, if Jesus existed, I'm sure he was a sound, cool guy who, um, you know, spoke a lot of sense, and and that was that. I mean, well, isn't isn't the loaves and fishes? Isn't there? There's an explanation. I you know, it's so long since I've read the Bible, and I've read it. Certainly bits of it. I used to be well into the Bible when I was a kid. I used to go to Sunday school and Wednesday club. I used to know the order of all of the books of the New Testament. We used to play a game, right? And it was me and Fiona King would win it every time when it was like nine at Wednesday club. You'd have to... Um, what was it? It was... Um, Christian soldiers. Yeah, uh, soldiers, stand to attention. Sheathe your swords. That was it. So you had the Bible in your right hand. Sheathe your swords and you had to put it under your left arm. Raise your swords and you put it above your head. And they'd say... Um, they give you a passage in the Bible and you have to be the first person to find it and read it out. Me and Fiona King, boom, every single time, every single time. Fiona King, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's not a joke, her older brother was called Wayne. Um, and every time, me and Fiona were just, boom, we'd get that, we'd know that. Um, and it's Skills cra- that. But isn't there, uh, uh, it's so long since I've read it. Um, it, there is an explanation in the Bible for the loaves and fishes. It's, it's, it's sleight of hand. Did, or is it? When we say that there were that many people and there were only no. a few loaves, we mean that they weren't really enough to no. go around and people shared. I thought there was a, there was like a, a, an actual passage in the Bible where it was they they explained it where they they said it was it was a little bit of subterfuge. Don't remember that. I don't. But then, but then as well as that, could the stories be over exaggerated? Of course, they're over exaggerated, and also they're 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 they're. they're um, picked and chosen by people, but bits that didn't fit in with um, the the uh, the way they wanted Christ to be presented weren't included. Also, it was word of mouth. I mean, half of this stuff happened when people were there as witnesses who couldn't read or write. So it was only centuries later that it got written down by someone who well, had the hang best guess. Well, 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 hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Because it was it was written. Am I right? It was the the Dead Sea Scrolls, which is what the Bible is based on. Isn't it? Is that what the Dead Sea Scrolls? Mm. That's the Old Testament. I think so. Yeah. What's the new? Yeah. The, the New Testament is everything with Jesus in it. The Old Testament. Yeah, no, no, I know that, but 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 they are from ancient. They are from ancient texts. Right. No, they they are from ancient texts. The, the Old Testament is the Torah. Right. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. De- the Dead Sea Scrolls. But then, but then, the the New Testament. Because I've heard a thing on Radio Four about this about a year ago. Less than a year ago. The New Testament is, I think, was written in Greek. I think it was written, majority of it was written in ancient Greek because there's that lost um, um, chapter about Judas. There's a whole chapter oh, about Judas. There's loads in the Vatican yeah. that they've taken out. But, 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 but what I'm saying is that this was, that these were texts that were found, um, and I think they were written in ancient Greek, and that is what the New Testament is is kind of based on and then they were they were translated by scholars and then they were edited um and there was well, there was a real arg- there was an argument in this documentary um about oh it was one specific word which totally changed the whole meaning of of Jesus was he good or bad and it was it it was it was all based on that there was a, I know there was a lot of conjecture as to his relationship with Mary Magdalene and that a lot of that's been taken out and there was a bit where it said that she was his wife and another that she was his companion but they found right this is what i heard someone will know better than me morgan but but, but possibly not because i'm a very wise man they found <laughs> the new testament right what became the new testament 
in Egypt. I'm there. I've got it. I'm there. It's either Egypt or Spain. I'm going to say Egypt. I'm only saying Spain just in case. But in Egypt, right, they found it in like this monastery, right, in Egypt, right. And the monks had had it for like years and years and years and years and they don't even know how it got there, right. And loads of it was in bins. It was in bins. It was all in, all in bins. And this dude went there and um, that's it. Because it's being put all back together for the first time ever. Egypt, got it. <clears throat> so th- this dude, this like Spanish dude, found it in Egypt, and it was all in just like bins and stuff. And he went, "You guys doing anything with that?" And they went, "No, nah, we don't know what that is." And they went, "Oh yeah, I'll, t- I'll take that." And so he took it, and that's why the oldest. I've got it. I'm back, Morgan. I'm back in the room. <laughs> if you say it with conviction, people will believe you. The oldest version of the New Testament is spread across Egypt. There's a couple of pages of it in Britain, um, and it's in Spain. I'm absolutely spot on. Okay. I'm absolutely spot on. Unless you've Googled something. I haven't. Found something different. I haven't. Good, Honestly, it's true. I heard it on a Radio 4 documentary. So, um... But it's, it's, I don't, I, it would be nice if it was true, wouldn't it, Morgan? But I don't believe, the, the world would be better without religion. The fundamental thing of it is quite groovy. Yep. You know, that there's always hope and that you can change and yep. that you're still about, you know, not being horrible to each other. Yeah. And that's probably what it was. Maybe everyone was in revolt and they needed something to cause order. Hence Moses and the stones. Moses and the stones. <laughs> It was a great band. <laughs> but when they got rid of Moses, and that, when Moses died in that swimming pool in mysterious circumstances and, and uh, Mick took over, that's when they really went into overdrive. <laughs> hey, nice one, Morgan. Thank you, mate. It's always good to kick, right, kick ideas around and stuff like that, so thank you. That's right. Ta-ta. There we go. He's, he's only 16. He's, he's a bright lad, that boy. Very, very bright lad. I like that. Most intelligent call we've had tonight. 0344 499 Mick and Jeremy, stay there. Come to you after this. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, I think the, the, the Radio 4 documentary I was referencing is The Dead Sea Scrolls Revisited, which you can is, is on the BBC iPlayer website, so... Um... You know, go and have fun. Hosted by Roger Bolton. The good news is, you know, you may have maligned Jesus, but if you're very sorry, he'll forgive you. That's the thing. That's the other thing about um, Christianity. I can be like a murderer and a rapist and um, a necrophiliac and a a taint toucher and all of this stuff. And then um, I'm about to... I'm dying, right, of of syphilis. You know how... um, Syphilis kills you. Do you know it kills mm, you? Yeah, drives you crackers. But do, do you know how? Do you know what it does? The actual process that, that syphilis undertakes in the body. It's nuts. It's um, it's tiny little little worms in your brain, and they corkscrew through your brain. Oh my god! They corkscrew through your brain. So I could be dying of syphilis and murder. I could be dying of all the murders I've done, <laughs> and then just on my last breath, I go. Oh, Please forgive me. I forgive. Please forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Boom, straight up to heaven. No, but you have to really mean it. And no, you know no, I mean it. Don't. No, I mean it. I don't think you're thinking of um, the Father Christmas and the naughty or, or nice list. They know each other. Evening, Mick. Yo, like Paul. I'm all right, Mick. What you got for us? Well, we're on about God and Jesus. Yes. Well, my mother, she used to meet God every week. I used to hear in my bedroom. She used to be shouting, "God, I'm coming!" 
God. That's your mother, you're, my, Michael, that is your mother you're talking about. Your mother. Yeah. Well, that is your, that is your, that is your, you're talking about your mother achieving a sexual climax. Are you happy with that conversation? Is that what it were? Unbelievable. That's his mother. Unbelievable. Yeah, but we all know about his mother. Well, I mean, fair play. Yes, exactly. Um, good evening, Jeremy. Good evening. Good. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Jeremy. What have you got for us tonight? <laughs> Not too much, really. I'm oh. a long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, nice one, man. So how long have you been listening for? Well, the, the first time I listened was uh, I was a podcaster and I was flicking through and I found your one that was a dj less podcast. Oh. So you weren't actually on it. Yeah, yeah. It's the best one. <laughs> it's all downhill from there, I'm afraid. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was very confusing at first, but then I listened to the back catalogue and went back to it, and it all made sense. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you. I think that's a good place to start. That's one of my favourite ones. So I'm glad you found it. Oh yeah, are you planning on doing that again? Um, oh, do you know what? I was going to do it last week, and then for whatever reason, we didn't do it. But the I vibe was, wasn't right, was it? The, the, you, the, you've got to get the vibe right, Jeremy, with with something like that, and. Um, I'd sorted out some really good music to play underneath it and stuff, and um, uh, it had. It, 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 yeah, we're going to do one soon. I'm all ready to go. I just need the 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 atmosphere to be right. Yeah, I, I think you've built up the right characters now for it. Well, we've got so many. You know, since doing that nonsense in Australia last year, we've got so many new callers and new voices, and we've got the old regulars, and we've got the new regulars, and we've got the new kind of casuals. The new casuals is a great name for a sixties. <laughs> we were the casuals, then we became the new casuals. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, we're, we're, but it might not work. You know, if we do it again, it might not work. Very, I, I really, I generally don't like to go back and do stuff that I've done before, but it was. The reason I did that is because I tried to do it years ago at another radio station. It didn't work, and it bugs me for ten years. So um, I, we got it right this time. Well, you half did it with Jonathan the other night, anyway. Oh, it's one. Well, you, you know, it's, it's a joy when you can just be quiet and let let you lot do the work. I still get paid. <laughs> I still get paid the same amount of money. It's not per word. I found out recently, so I'm going to take it easy from now on. Well, that's all right then, isn't it? That's all right then. What have you got for us tonight, Jeremy? Um, did you hear the story about Marmite turning white? I'm, no? I'm intrigued. Continue. So, apparently, I mean, I read this a while ago, and I've, I've not Googled it to find out if it's true or not, but apparently there was a man in prison, and he spent his time eating Marmite with a spoon or something like that, and it, and it turned from black to white. Right. And Mr. Marmite... The uh, founder of Marmite Empire found out about this and invested lots of money to find out why. And he never did find out why. Um, I just wondered, does it still work with the Tesco yeast extract or is it just a Marmite thing? Right, hang on a minute. I've not beaten any to find out. So you're saying if you eat Marmite with a spoon, it turns white? Oh, no, you say beat. Oh, no, beat it. Beat it. Oh, yeah, you have to, like, like, whisk it. Oh, I've seen... I've had white Marmite. Oh, no, that's just when I mix it with margarine. If I if I spread yeah. the margarine quite thick, um, gosh, isn't that isn't that some interesting? Some kind of chemical reaction going on in there. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what's going on there. I do. I fancy a bit of a cheese and marmite sandwich mm. now. Oh, I fancy that. Really do. Um, well, I don't know. 
I wonder, I wonder what's happening. I've, that's the first I've heard of that, Jeremy. But twenty past twelve on a, on talk radio Thursday night is the best place for this kind of um, uh, important topic to be raised. If someone's at home and you have some Marmite handy, I mean, have a little go. I tell you, how long do, do you reckon you have to beat it for? Well, the guy was in prison who did it, so I imagine it might be years. God, well, <laughs> okay. I was going to say, if someone's got some Marmite and they want to beat it um, on, on air, if, if anyone wants to phone up and beat it on air, we would take your call right now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll we'll see what happens, Jeremy. Okay, keep me informed. Nice one, Matt. Thank you very much indeed. Wow. Someone wants to beat it on air. I'm, I will. I mean, the name is science. We're all happily. Oh, um, happily. Listen to that. Um, so Billy Graham. Mm. I don't know a lot about the guy. Surprised by the. Um, I'm surprised by the amount of coverage his death got. I'm surprised by that. Uh, I think my mum went to see Billy Graham in the 60s. Yeah, I remember when I used to go to Sunday school, Billy Graham was coming to Manchester at some point, and uh, it was like it was like Michael Jackson was visiting. Well, not quite, but you know what I mean. When Billy Graham preached the final sermon of his visit to London, the army had to be called in to control crowds at Wembley Stadium. More than 120,000 people had come to see him. Aerial footage showing the coaches they had arrived in packed so tightly in the vast car park that they looked like cobblestones. It was the biggest Christian event of its kind in UK history and decades after the 1954 trip, religious leaders said the charismatic Americans' visit had inspired a whole generation of the faithful to become ministers. Um, um, I suppose it was um, kind of unique... You know, people hadn't seen that well, kind of thing before. You can't remember what religion generally in this country was like. In, you know, mm. it was quite staid. Our church was just like, be polite and pass the volivants, really. So to go somewhere and where he was quite showbiz, wasn't he? He was bringing that kind of Southern Baptist yeah. flavour to things. It was a big event. In January 1991, George Bush Sr. invited him to spend the night at the White House the day before American-led forces began bombing Iraq. That's a strange um, fact. Um, uh, in the 90s, Gerald Ford, who was president from 74 to 77, described the preacher's power in the same way. He said, whenever you were with Billy, you had a special feeling that he was there to give you help and guidance. <clears throat> mm mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. I, 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 I want to ask my mum if she... Um, I think my mum probably had a crush on him. I think he was quite sexy. Well, yeah, he was... Sexy man. He was a, he was a superstar, <clears> wasn't he? <throat> yeah. Um, well, I've run out of vibe for the last 35 minutes of the show. So I don't quite know... Um, there's not really... Um, there's not really a lot of other stories... There's not really a lot of stories. Oh, this is a good one. By the way, they're being rude about you on YouTube. You might. Like they're not that. really. But one more from Brownie, and he's going to get banned. Do it. Go on. Don't ban him. I don't. No, that's what I mean. Time out. Well, he's had about three. Time out. Go on. Time oh, him no, out. No, three warnings, and you know it's straight to bed. I don't want you banning anybody. Well then. Time him out. 
I'll allow that. No, I'm, going, I'm just watching. OK. I'm going to reward the good behaviour. Um, OK. A dodgy wedding snapper has been sued by a second couple who had to repeat their entire ceremony. And another 13 newlyweds complained about the photographer who's... Oh, no, dude. What? Who zoomed in on bridesmaids' boobs and bums. <gasps> oh. It's got to be said, wedding photography is the biggest scam of all time, isn't it? We, um, I mean, our wedding... I mean, I don't remember how much we spent on our wedding photos. Oh, our photographer did exactly the opposite of what we asked him to. Right. And who's going to say, uh, hang on, we agreed on ours this? Wasn't, ours was like, it was like 1,500 quid or a couple of grand or I don't yeah, know, something like that. And they weren't great. And we were really lucky that my brother-in-law is a brilliant photographer and was yeah. there snapping as well. I hate all of those staged photos. Oh, God, we had loads of those. And we kept going, I don't really think this is right. And we messed, missed out on loads of the wedding because we were st- stood on a bridge. Emma Hewitt and Hubby Gareth, 36... Paid 600 quid, all right, well, to hire this the David Kilcourse for a £14,000 ceremony with 70 guests at the Village Hotel in Ashton-under-Lyne, Greater Manchester. Six months later, he said they would not get photos due to hard drive failure. Oh, Ooh. mate! Well, everyone's got cameras these days. I'm sure you'd probably get better ones from them, wouldn't you? They were so upset, they held a second... £4,000 due with a different photographer. Emma, 34, again put on her white dress. Oh, I wouldn't bother with that. And along with 35 guests, staged a ceremony with the registrar at the Rochdale Town Hall. The men rehired suits and the pair paid for food and bust in friends and family. Emma, a tutor assessor, said, We now have an album to cherish... That you'll never look you, you, at. You haven't, yeah, well, exactly. Um, and it becomes an embarrassment when you get divorced. And um, uh, it's, not, it's not pictures of your wedding. It's, it's pictures of the day you dressed up and, and played silly buggers. Mm. My auntie had a pervy wedding photographer. I was oh, yeah. only about 14, and he um, did some very rude gestures to me when we were supposed to be getting our photos really? taken. Yeah, he did that tongue thing at oh, me. Dirty bastard. I know. Horrible, isn't it? A court told Kilcourse 40 to pay them uh, money back, but he still owes them money. He has now quit weddings. Um, on Monday, the son told how Steph and Paul Unwin got just 11 shots of the groom, but 96 of the bridesmaids. <gasps> oh! Another bride, Michelle Gab- Gabbert, wrote on Facebook, I got a set of photos, but I have none of me and my husband. Ah, That's outrageous. It's the, biggest, it's the biggest scam going. Wedding photographers. I mean... The amount of money. And then... And, and also, um, you, you, what I don't get as well, because it's all digital now, so you pay a load of money and you have to go online and choose the photos you want. Yeah. And you kind of think... And you've got to pay to get them printed, of course, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got to pay to get a certain amount sent to you digitally without the watermark. And you kind of think... Got only gonna the, bin them. You've got all the photos, right? We've agreed that we're gonna buy fifty prints, so right? pay for that. Just send me the digital photos. What are you gonna do with them? So you've got two hundred and fifty photos there, all in JPEG. 
Send them to me. What are you going to do with it? Take the watermark off and send them over your tight money-grabbing git. Yeah. What is that about? What's he going to do with well, them? Well, because I think they're frightened that they're becoming obsolete now. I, right, if someone wants to... Right, here we go. Now that I can legally marry people, in every sense of the word, well, not quite, but now that I can legally marry people as, like, a, a pastor... Pastor. 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 Mm-hmm. Um... I can do that, and I'll come and do the wedding photographs as well. And I'll do the whole thing for 250 quid plus dinner. But I want dinner in a separate room. I don't want to sit with you. I don't want to sit that long. I want... Yeah, you got to feed, you got to feed the photographer. Oh, I don't think I fed him. We had to feed our photographer. And, we, and you go, well, yeah, we'll feed him. No, because it's like £86.27 a head. No, My dad was paying for the wedding, and every time someone said they couldn't come, he did a little dance. Flipping it. <laughs> I will marry you um, and I will ph- photograph you. That sounds a bit pervy, doesn't it? <laughs> I will photograph you, then I will marry you. I will come and conduct your wedding and I will photograph you for £250. Yeah, although it's a lot of pressure. You get a bride. On who? You. Well, no, you it's not. Get, you get a bridezilla who Do- says you ruined her wedding day because you made her look ugly. I was in the jungle. She's lucky to get me. <laughs> and I'll do it on my phone. I will take the pictures on my phone. I'll email them to you that day and you can have all of them. I will do that. And it will be better than anything you're spending 200, two, two grand, three grand. I will do it for 250 quid. I'll take them on my phone. I'll, put, I'll up the resolution. I will email them to you that day. You will have um, over 50 quality pictures of your wedding and of me taking the wedding, and I'll wear a GoPro. And you can have all of that <laughs> shit. Alternatively, get a proper mate to do it for you. Oh, and they won't or charge or you alternatively, all. get stuffed. <laughs> and I hope, your wedding, I hope your wedding sucks, and I hope you get divorced. Hope, um, it, hope, it, 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 hope he runs off with the best man, and she runs off with the bridesmaids, unless they're related. But cousins is okay. But I just hope your wedding is a disaster. I hope you have a really miserable time and I hope you're really unhappy for the rest of your life. Let's go to the ads. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Anyone can do uh, photography now. Anyone can do it. You just need um, a smartphone. Don't even need a digital camera. Forget that. Just get your phone out. Snap, snap, snap. Um, put a filter on it. Snapchat, bit of fun. Put a you filter both be on dogs. it. I, put, I like um, I like the filter that makes it look like an old Kodak. You want to be a complete twonk, then put do it black and white. I don't care. And then you send it, email it to the uh, the man and lady getting married, and that is it. That's all you need to do. All this. Oh yeah, well, we've got. I've chosen the best two hundred and fifty pictures, and you can look at them, but they're watermarks. So even if you printed them, it would have the name of my business over them, so you can kiss my ass. Wow. Get stuff, photographers. This is it. This the revolution begins here. Um, if you know a professional photographer, um, tell them that they're easy money, easy street. Um, a gravy train, um, canoe journey is coming to a rather uncomfortable, sticky end. And that end is the mobile telephone camera picture um, thing. And then they can shove it right up there in their dark rooms. They don't even have dark rooms anymore. 
You know what the dark rooms are for? That's for uh, fondling oh. uh, and frottage. And now they don't even have that, so they go to weddings to get their kicks. They're all pervert. Every photographer is a pervert, um, is a deviant of some kind, and should not be allowed near um, equipment. It doesn't just end with the photographs, though. No. Then you've got to choose the album. Or do you want the leather one that looks like a Bible? Or do you want one that looks like, you know, um, it's really, really old? No, just put it in a plastic one. I am going to say I will not be doing albums. That is up for you guys. I will not be doing albums for my... um, I will not be doing albums. I just can't be... I can't be bothered with that. I just can't be bothered. You'll be doing about ten a day anyway, won't you? Um, Yeah, yeah. You'll be lucky if you get your own photos. No. I'm going to do one wedding in that. I'm going to do one wedding just to show photographers what slimy little shits they are. And um, uh, and my wedding photos will be better than anybody's wedding photos that you could get. And um, and then they can all just go and jump off a cliff, take a running jump off of a cliff and um, stick their telephotos right up their jacksies. So that's that done. OK, there we go. Happy wedding. Well, that is that done. There we go. You feel better for that. I do, actually, yeah. Our mobiles buzz 93 times a day. 03444991000. It's no wonder many of us are addicted. To, I've got rid of Twitter off my phone. I've got rid of Facebook off my phone. So you never look at them on your phone? Yeah, you well, just the, go via the... In- hello, Paul Ross. Hello, mate. Feeling much better, thank you, yes. Um, and I, well, I look at them occasionally, but I don't... It, now that they're not on my phone, I'm not so compelled. Mm. It is no wonder... And, I'm, and I, I didn't post the whole time I was off on Twitter and it felt more wonderful. It is no wonder many of us are addicted to our mobile phones. They're being flooded with 33,800 messages and alerts a year. A year? A week? That means we are dealing with an average of 93 messages and notifications every day. Be they from friends, family or an app. What stupid sentence. Be they from friends, family or an app? Be they? This is the Wurzels. <laughs> what does Wurzel mean? Um, a turnip. Does it really? Yeah. So turnip gummage and the turnips. Yeah. Checking all this information takes up a lot of our time, about 20 full de- 22 full days a year or 26 minutes a day. 26 minutes a day, you nuts? Have you seen kids on phones? The survey found a contributing factor behind the surge in messages is the rise of group chats on platforms such as WhatsApp and Facebook. Britons are members of six chat groups on average. I'm not a member of any chat groups. How many chat groups are you in? Uh, well, I keep getting added to really annoying WhatsApp ones and just muting them for a year. So, sorry anyone who's waiting for a response from me, because you ain't going to get one. While 2% are members of 50 groups... Um, 50 groups or more? No, 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 too many. Rising to 7% of those aged 18 to 24. Those in this age group have phones that buzz far more often. They... Oh, it's just so many numbers. I saw those numbers. Let's go. Let's take a call. Good evening, Albin. Hello, uh, Ian. Tikanis. Tikanis. Oh, Bolikala. 
Uh, yeah, uh, Mrs. Tekanis. Mrs. Tekanis. Now, you, you were, who's, whose dad were you? Uh, J- Jamal, Jamal's father, Ian. OK. Yes. And, yeah, and of course, you, you, are, you are Greek, but um, la- last week when you called in, you had a very heavy Indian accent. I've, I've only just finished my Kalabata olives. Uh, Ian. Okay, but uh, this guy definitely he's is Googled Greek. Googled Greek. This guy definitely now, now, is Greek. Ian, let me tell you, I'm falling to help you today. Okay, lovely. Because uh, you're asking about marmite, right? Yes. Yes. I've got some marmite. Yes. You want me to beat it? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. I really do. Um, uh, I mean, do I beat it in jar? Or do I get some out? I think you need to. In... I think you need to get some out and put it in a bowl and see. If, can you beat it in a bowl? Because Ian, I don't want to waste all of it. You know, yeah. it costs more than a pound. Yeah. Well, you can eat it. Why don't you put it in? Uh, a te- why don't you put it in a teacup? You want? Oh, you want? Cat. You Hi. want? You want a, like a um, a dessert spoon? Have you got okay. a dessert spoon? Well, a, t- a tablespoon. Tablespoon, yeah. Would do. yeah, tablespoon. Would do. In, in what is the difference between dessert spoon and tablespoon? D- dessert Size. spoon is bigger. R- really? Yep, 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 yep. No. Yeah, dessert spoon no. is bigger. Really? No. Whoa, teaspoon is the smallest. Then sugar spoon, but then dessert spoon, then tablespoon. No wait, dessert spoon is bigger than a tablespoon. Anyway, anyway. Well, okay, uh, I am. So I. Uh, it's, it's quite difficult to uh, to mix it. It's quite um, solid. Yes, okay. Uh, marmite. Yeah. Yep. Hey, uh, Ian, uh, while I'm beating, uh, um, I, I tried right. to call you. Hang on, a, hang on a second. Sorry, sorry, Albin. Catherine, what did you say? Yeah, you're right. You're Thank right. you very much. Indeed. I know my spoons. I know ah. my spoons. Anyway, carry on, Albin. Yes. So uh, I tried to call yesterday, but this person called Rupert was on the radio. Right, okay. And I was wondering, I mean, this uh, Rupert uh, hound. Yes, Rupert Hound. I mean, yes. I mean, I mean, who is this person, Ian? As in, no, I'm writing another know, picture. Hang on a second, well, Catherine. Please, you, we have to take your first answer. Dessert spoon is bigger than the tablespoon. Tablespoon, dessert spoon. I don't want to look at the pictures because you said I was right. No, Ca- right, wrong. Sorry, I've been crack on. No, Kathy's thinking of a serving okay. spoon. Please carry on. I, I, I am mixing with some big spoon. I'm oh, not sure if dessert or. Uh, it doesn't matter what spoon it is. Just, just beat off. Beat, I'm beating. I'm beating. I want you to beat but off I'm, for me. Well, I was thinking, Ian, before you get into more innuendo. <laughs> um, I was thinking that this Rupert guy, for hound from yes. yesterday. Yes. I mean, is he from Sherlock Holmes? I mean, who is this person? What makes I mean, you think he he's from, from Sherlock Holmes? Well, is he from? Is he from the Baskervilles? Because of the well, because of the the hound, the hound of the Baskervilles. Yes, this is it. Yes, this is it. No, so I d- it... no. Okay, he's from Hucklebury. Uh, Hucklebury, Finn. Hound, hound. Okay, I am mix. I, I think we better go back to mixing. Okay, are you beating it? Uh, no, you. Uh, well, uh, I'm finding it difficult to beat. Maybe I should put it in the microwave. Yeah. Okay. You 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 put it in the microwave, Albin, and you you let us know how that goes. Dear God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, Ian. Yes. You know the uh, the greatest uh, photography scam? Um, the fairies at the bottom of the garden? No, it's the people on the wards the morning after you've had your first born child. Oh, oh those yes. guys are great. 
Yeah. Would you like a picture of your child? Only £40. Yeah. Uh, also... Again, I've just had a baby. And also, I look like a rice pudding. No, please, move along. No, i tell you who's even even bigger, Con. Um, the, the dudes that take photos at swimming pools. Do you have those at your swimming pool? What, perverts? No, no, no. There's the, 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 the official photographers no. that go around and go, can, we can take pictures of... And basically, they're like... They're still legal. Yeah, no. they go... No, they're, they're like 18, 19-year-old kids. They've obviously got a franchise, and they've got, they've got a decent camera. And we bought some, because you, you do. Someone's a picture... Because you're not allowed to take a camera into the pool, rightly so. Um, so, we went, yeah, a picture of the boys swimming. It's like 35, 40 quid. For for quite rubbish pictures, if I'm honest, Ian, they're not they're not professionals. Uh oh! This is Talk Radio across the UK, online and on DAB. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Someone has uh, on the YouTube channel has said the biggest con is um, the photographs. At- on rides at theme park. I love I those. I love those. Oh, no, I love those. I, I will always... I've got a great one of me and my eldest as we, we're going down like a log flume. And the look of terror on his face and joy on my face. Oh, no, I love those pictures. <clears throat> I will always go be a sucker that goes, all right, I'm going to get one of those. Actually, can we get two... And um, key rings, you say, right? Oh, and and magnet. fridge magnets. I'll, I'll get. I'll get all. I'll spend like fifty quid on those pictures. I love those. Those are the greatest things. But guess what? It's done by a machine. Yeah. It's done by a machine. It's not done by a photographer. It's done by a machine. Photographers, your con is up. Same as the Father Christmas ones. Yep. We get. We get now. They don't. You just face. You just faced in a certain yes. way, and it gets done automatically. Yes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Dear listener, don't forget, one till five, then at five o'clock, it is James Max. Good evening, Amanda. Hello, it's great to hear your voice again. It must be. It is. Now, I I was nodding my head in agreeing with Kath about the spoon thing, and then I googled it, and now I'm reading it, and I feel quite upset because I feel like I've been conned. Hang on a minute, let Amanda Amanda make a point. To make your point, please, Amanda. My point is, a dessert spoon is smaller than a tablespoon. Say that again. Oh, I'm sorry. The line... Oh, yeah. Master. So I'm right. You're well, you, wrong. But, no, but you said I was right. Yeah, but then I, I found matter. another picture. Mate, uh, mate, I don't know if you noticed, the world is falling apart and you're talking about, oh, you found another picture. Yeah, I Forget think it. it might be American fake news. I think it might have been done by Russian bots. Um, spoon bots. Mm. The, they, the, the 18 to 24 have almost three times as many notifications to manage, receiving 239 messages and alerts a day, or 87,200 a year. On average, mobile phone users are being sent 427% more messages and notifications than they were a decade ago. Yeah. Of course you are, because we didn't, we didn't even have phones then. Also, you used to have to pay for each message. Do you remember? Yeah, and if you did a long one, it, anyway, who cares? Yeah, it would separate right. for you. Dr. Dimitrios Tsvidikos, a consumer psychologist at the University College London, argued the trend allowed consumers greater control over their lives. This guy an idiot? Greater control? We've never had less control over our lives. We're, the, the phone controls us, guys. It controls us. What are you talking about we're in control of our lives? Of course not. He said, 
In an age where we are constantly surrounded by endless tasks, always flooded with a sea of data... This guy's an idiot. He's not a doctor. Smartphones allow us to manage our lives in a way that suits us. Have you ever seen a couple out at a restaurant where they're not looking at each other, they're, they're talking, they're looking at their phones? Because this is absolute nonsense. They call it being fubbed. Call it what? Fubbed. I don't know what that means. That means when someone is snubbing you with a phone. I make a point now when I'm with the kids, because I'm not with them as often as I would like to be. The phone, the phone ain't there. The phone ain't there. Unless... You know, they want to. We we want to research something together that we've been unable to work out. I.e., a walkthrough for some crap game on um, Xbox. Apart from that, though, I'm just, you know, the phone dominates us, man. I hate the mobile phone. It dominates us, and it shouldn't dominate. We should be in control of it, and we're not. So, um, yeah. People are buying these like wooden dummy ones now, aren't they? Because to control the impulse. So when they feel like the itch coming, they uh, they reach for that instead of their actual phones. I hate... Modern Life is rubbish. I hate that album by Blur, is what I'm trying to say. No, but it is. It is um, it, it, everything is rubbish about life, and um, God damn it, we need to get control back. Rise of the humans. <clears throat> I took away your... Um, your um, your moderator powers. Why? Because I thought you were abusing them. I've stopped. You're not. Because I've, I've had an initial surge, and then I'm 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 right now. I've, st- I've, 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 I've okay. T- well, that's fine. I'll take my revenge elsewhere, and you won't. Well, know why don't about you set it. up your own? Why don't you set up your own YouTube channel? And um, like, well, you, why don't you stop using me for your flirty fishing? Okay, oh, you well, put why? That on you. Well, you okay, go. fine. Put it on me. me. Put it on me. And watch the figures go up. We're on 146. Right. The figures will go up. Well, I'm going to just take my top off in this corner, but you're not going to know about it. Though. Okay, guys, why don't you set up your own YouTube channel and then nope. go and go? I'm not and... being paid for this. No, ex- well, no, exactly. Hey, guys, last, I was only ever being polite. Uh, look, we're up uh, to 149. Watch the figures go up. Look, they're going up. We've gone from 146 all the way up to 149. Simply because uh, Catherine has turned the uh, screen away from her. Um, look at the, the the figures going up there. It's going back down again now, but that's because the initial excitement has worn off. Drivers blinded by clouds of fumes from e-cigarettes risk a ban or a fine of up to £2,500 or a slap round the chops. 150 watching now. Oh, there aren't. There's 75. Shut up. That's fake news, 151. Um, and they can still see your shadow. Um, sorry? There we go. Um, that, that, and that, 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 bad, that bad vibe you're getting is... Um, that's Catherine. Uh, she's a mum of two children. Imagine if you would like to report her to social services. Um, I dare you. I'll find you. Yeah, exactly. Um... Vaping at the wheel is not illegal, but you look like a knob doing it. But could amount to careless driving. You get that thing when um, you, you, you're you driving behind a car and then, like, like a big plume of smoke comes out. It's not smoke, it's vapour! Shut up, it looks like smoke! It's not, it's not smoke! It's not, it's not smoke, it's vapour! Vaping! It looks like smoke! Jeez, we're arguing about what, what smoke actually is now. Because you're an idiot. Um, 
the police warning comes as figures reveal more than three million people in Britain have now turned to e-cigarettes. Either smoke real fags uh, or get off the pot. Could hear you laughing there. Oh, it's just I'm just... Um, yeah, I could hear you laughing. Talking it's to funny. my real friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on a second, I'm not... Sergeant Carl Knapp of Sussex Police said, the smoke caused by vapes... It's not smoke, it's vapour! Shut up! The smoke caused by vapes is a distraction and the consequences can be dire. All it takes is a moment to become distracted and potentially cause a crash and, even worse, a fatality. I'm going to be honest, Sergeant Carl Knapp, you really have extrapolated... Um, you know, this is a worst-case scenario that you are painting. If you are going to vape... <laughs> if you are going to vape, open your windows and blow the vapour directly out. Just ensure you're in full control of your vehicle before doing so. Sergeant John Davis of Surrey Police added in a very similar tone of voice... Any person distracted in any way could be guilty of an offence, whether that be smoking, vaping or eating. Now, he's going to paint a picture that is uh, terrifying. Listen to this. With regards a scenario where someone could potentially be distracted or have reduced visibility, then there is a potential for a crash. There's two potentials in one sentence, dude. Come on. Determining what constitutes driving without due care and attention is left for police officers to decide. A spokeswoman for road safety charity Break said, Vaping while driving increases your risk of crashing, causing visual disruption and physical and mental distraction. What noise is that? That was like a sex noise. You'll never know. I you know. wish you could see on the camera, don't you? Any activity that takes your eyes off the road increases your chances of a crash and killing or seriously injuring someone. She added, Driving is the most dangerous thing most of us do on a daily basis. Not me, I juggle knives over babies whilst drunk and blindfolded and wearing headphones. It is a complex task that requires full attention. Okay, well, listen. I feel that's we've we've reached the um, the end of the road this evening, dear listener. I feel we've we've um, delivered all we can deliver tonight. This on this holiest of holy nights. Um, don't forget, you can download the podcast. What were you expecting a lift? Yeah, I'm expecting a lift, mate. Oh, dear. I'm expecting a lift to my hotel, mate. Oh, dearie me. I'm staying in a hotel tonight, and um, there's a prize for anybody that can guess the hotel I'm in. Um, uh, well, basically, I'm going to be in that hotel until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. If you, And I'm not going to say where, but if you manage to find the hotel and the room, knock on the door, and I will give you £5. That's, uh, that's <laughs> as simple as that. 
I did that once. I, I, I tweeted a picture of, like, a really picture saying, get, can you guess where I am? And it was like a really vague picture. 20 minutes later, some bloke turned up and went, all right, mate. Whoa, how did you do that? Did. It was true. It was when I was meeting Ian Dale for a coffee. Um, you can download the podcast, dear listener, um, if you uh, go to iTunes or your usual podcast provider. If there is one. Do us a favour. L- subscribe, like and share. That's what we need. Um, we, we need plenty of that, guys, for goodness sakes. Um, and, uh, oh, next week, Monday, we've... Oh, Monday we've got Shappy. Now, I might have said Tony Hendra can come back on on Tuesday. I need to check. Might be Tony Hendra. I did, didn't I? There was something. Why didn't you remind me of that, I said then? there's something. Well, no, you, but then you told I me to book, book Dougie. You booked. Yeah, but you are the... Let b- me book I stuff. nearly swore that. I nearly swore then. <gasps> You're the effing producer, is what I was going to say. Um, we're going to have Dougie one day next week. Dougie Anderson coming in to talk about his um, uh, talk about music, and he's got a new podcast, which is is fab and is is well worth a listen. And we've probably got Tony Hendra, but we might have anyway. We'll sort it all out. It'll all be sorted out. That's all happening next week. We still have, dear listener, another show to do tonight at ten o'clock, and. Um, I feel like I'm kind of... Uh, no, there's no rabbit hole on Saturday. There's a rabbit hole on Sunday, isn't it? Yeah. Sunday in Bath. Uh, yeah, we're going to be in Bath at the Rondo Theatre on Sunday evening. Um, and if you can come, that'll be awesome. I think there's a couple of tickets left and we'll stick around for a bit and have pictures and stuff done afterwards. Can't stick around for too long because I've got to get back to London um, and be up early to do Good Morning Britain on Monday. But we'll stick around and have pictures and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and if you can't make it, then you can um, watch us. Uh, we'll, we'll, we will stream that on Periscope. 0203 286 6370 is the telephone number. 0203 286 6370. Why don't you give that phone number a call now or Skype Hey Rabbit Hole Show and leave a message and it might get played out live in Bath. 0203 286 6370. 370 is the telephone number for the rabbit hole. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel. When we get to 5,000 subscribers, I don't know, we'll do something. I just... Um... Hey, Catherine's got, you got your power back, have you? Unbelievable. Um, I'm just filling, guys. I'm just filling um, because that's what I do. We will be back tonight at 10 o'clock with the usual cavalcade of merriment and absolute bullshine. But talk radio does not switch off at night time anymore. Stay tuned, because uh, 1 o'clock, the one, the only, the legend that is Mr Paul Ross will be joining you. Until 10 tonight from us, ta-ta!